Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. You deserve the glory and the honor. Lord, we live. Blog Talk Radio. Come on. 
Hello again and welcome to the Master's Voice. I'm Celestial and you are welcome to this channel. To old and new subscribers alike, you are very welcome. If you are a new subscriber, there are multiple ways for you to get the best out of this blog. You can subscribe and that way you will always get updates. However, there's no compulsion to do so. You can also look on the channel dashboard and that's where you're going to find the playlists. The playlists are where prophecies have been organized into specific themes such as repentance, such as what is sin, the, the, the sin series, there's um, the America series, there's one of the most important series here at the Master's Voice that is called the Russia and China series. And for the entire time that I have been here delivering the prophetic messages of the Lord, Russia and China prophecies have always been given throughout the duration of the time I've been running the blog. So um, those are extremely important prophecies. The first set of prophecies are started with when I, when I started doing the video ministry. They're not the first prophecies that I received ever. They're just the first prophecies that God instructed me to start putting into video. And looking back, there was certainly divine wisdom in that because those prophecies speak to a time when America is going to have to capitulate, which means to kneel down in subservience and defeat to her enemies, Russia and China. And so those prophecies were put up 
years ago and now many of the themes in them many of the the prophetic truths in them are now easily available on news articles media websites and social media and so these things are unfolding in front of us in real life now uh just it's just been four or five short years since the prophecies were written down uh, so Russia and China prophecies are very important. You have the Repentance series and the Sin series. Truly, if you watch the Sin series and the Repentance series, you will learn the true heart of God. You will learn the nature of why the Heavenly Father is so averse to sin. Why God does not want the church to be near sin or defending sin or clothed in sin or battling sin or hiding sin. Not that the Father expects us to be perfect, but God expects a certain heart posture of his people. And the Father's estimation is that here in the United States, that heart posture to love what is righteous and hate what is evil is utterly missing. And that is the basis and the foundation for all the judgments that the Lord has rendered against America. These judgments are not judgments that are going to go away. I've been saying that from the beginning. These are permanent pr prophecies that God has given. These are permanent judgments that God has given. The only wiggle room, if I can call it that, is when people hear the judgments of the Lord, will they repent? Will they come out of the personal swamp that they are living in? The personal compromise, the personal ideology of well, I think I have a little time and I don't think God is as harsh as she's portraying. How unwise it is to listen to God's direct prophetic words from himself and think that because I am human speaking on his behalf, I'm here giving you a little bit of my opinion mixed with a little bit of Bible study, mixed with a little bit of popular culture, mixed with a little bit of lies. I'm giving you God's direct conversation. And the pity is, that for the most part, this nation has been raised on complete lies, churchianity, fluff, and a lot of grace theology, which is that grace is something that we can bend, 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 but as long as we don't break it, then we're still coloring inside the lines. God has made his judgment concerning America, and now he, he is saying um, many things that will not be unfamiliar to people who have been coming here a long time. So today's prophecy, uh, the picture I found for it, the minute I saw it, I knew that it was just right on the money. To those who are listening, it's a picture of an expensive ballpoint pen, exactly the kind of pen that you see presidents using when they're sworn into office that day that they take the oath of office and then they usually lead them off to that fancy room and they have the table in front of them with lots and lots of laws that have already been worked on and now the president is about to sign them into law. And so they always have a whole slew of pens they'll sign and give it away, commemorative items to people. Well, it's a pen, but it's inside an emergency glass case. And the words on the glass case are, in case of emergency, break glass. So you can imagine a pen is usually just free. You can use it. But this particular pen, the executive order pen, the pen of dictatorship, the pen that you will see one day in the hand of Kamala Harris and the hand ultimately of Barack Obama. This one is behind emergency glass that has to be smashed. So to get this pen, there has to be certain things broken. 
before the pen can be loosed. Today's prophecy is four years old. It is from February 2020, so nearly exactly four years old. And the title is Emergency Powers. Before I continue, I was saying that new people can use playlists. New people, you can also go and listen to the audio podcasts. Um, I know that here there's a sense of community somewhat and that directive that the Lord had given a few months ago that the comment section should be closed because people were focusing too much on ancillary matters. People were getting scattered. People were getting very vested in their right to speak and they were losing sight of the prophecy. This is what the Lord says. He says that they are turning into white noise. They spend more time talking than they do actually listening to the prophecy. So close the comment section. And he said to only close it for a certain period of time. And that period of time ended up being longer simply because that was a period of peace for me. But now the comment section are open, is open, but I would still recommend to new viewers that if you listen to the audio, you will find that you can move through the playlists very fast. And the reason I recommend that is very simple. What you don't know, you don't know. And in this type of landscape where God is telling us exactly what is going to come, exactly how it's going to be like, and exactly how much we will hate it, you're at a distinct disadvantage the less you listen to and the less you know, the more your legs will have to paddle frantically in the lake of awakening when things start happening. So if you can get a leg up, so to speak, and listen to more prophecies, you play them while you're driving, play them while you're exercising, play them while you're on your walk, walking your dog, everyday activities that you do anyway. If you're listening to these prophecies, they will change you. And the reason they will change you is not because I'm here to make a compelling case. They will change you because the living Holy Spirit is inside his own messages. He's also on the blog. The spirit of Jesus Christ is the spirit of prophecy. It is Jesus Christ bringing these messages to his people. He's not going to appear in the flame of fire in our rooms. He appoints people, he trains them, and he sets them out. So with that being said, you're welcome the title of today's prophecy is Emergency Powers, February 9, 2020, and the Lord was bringing it back by simply stirring these two words upon my heart recently. This prophecy had completely fallen off the radar for me. But before I go into this prophecy, the Lord has given some words. I always pray. I always fellowship with the Lord before I come to make the prophecies. And so the Lord has given some words that are a prophecy in themselves. Today is December 19, 2023, and these are the words that the Lord gave me. The Lord was saying, before I even wrote it down, that Barack Obama is coming back to power. That Barack Obama is going to be a single-player president. He may not be called president. He may have a brand new title that will be invented for the time that he will be leading. But he is going to be coming back to power and he is going to be a single ruler, meaning that he's not going to really rely on um, the system of checks and balances that we have now. He's not going to rely on the lawmakers. If the lawmakers are kept in that future time when Obama is president, it will be purely as a dummy alternative, meaning that they will be stripped of all power. 
They will be stripped of all meaningfulness. They will be as useful as whoever advises Kim, Kim Jong-un. They'll just be there, perhaps drawing a salary, perhaps not. They will be decorative. They will not have any power. All the power in the future America is going to be vested in the executive. I've shared before that the power Barack Obama will have will be power to say a thing. So he may be speaking and he may suddenly have a bright idea in the middle of a speech. And he will simply say something like, in fact, from today, I'm going to see to it that such and such a thing is hereby implemented in all the provinces of the new American Federation. Remember that America is no longer going to be a republic that is a democracy. It is going to be a federation, exactly how Russia is the Russian Federation. That is the style and the system of government. So God says that Barack Obama is coming to power. And when I heard this thing, I just said, okay, Lord, Barack Obama will come back to power. He will be a continuous ruler, meaning that he will rule through a series of deputies until he finally shows up as himself. So when the Lord was saying this conversationally before I actually took a pen and started putting it down, the Lord was saying, you should tell them that Obama will come back to power. You should tell them that Obama will come back to power. And I was thinking, Lord, is he coming back to power now? Because if Obama's coming back to power now, then you will hearken back to one of the old prophecies that I first put on the blog, I think, in 2019, where the Lord remarked to me conversationally, and this was in 2015. So the blog was created in 2019, and that is when I began to upload posts. But every post here has a date that I received it. I do not give dates of fulfillment because I am not a candy pop-tart false date setter person. God doesn't give me dates. God, the day that he talks to me about something, the day that he says, take your pen and write, thus says the Lord, then that, that's the date. And there's a title for that prophecy. As to when the prophecy unfolds, many people, you've seen that you've only been here for four years, and now everything I was telling you when I first started, it's on TV now, and there is more to come. The aliens are on TV. The new little gun laws and having to register in New York City and they're trying to take your guns away in other places. It's now on TV, but it was politely said in 2019. So the Lord mentioned about Obama and he simply used to say to me in 2015 thereabouts, when you see Obama, it will be the start of the most terrible times that you have ever lived through my daughter. And I, I said, when I hear those things, it used to put so much pressure and so much stress on my heart because God would be telling me that we are going to be living in a nightmare. We're going to be living in a dictatorship. And it will be very hard for people who are overly patriotic, people who have very strong sense of self that is married to the United States because Barack Obama's one job that he is going to do excellently, is that he is going to absolutely destroy everything that America means. Can you imagine growing up, wherever it is that you're growing up, and every time that flag is raised, you just feel something in you. And then one day you go outside and you will see the flag of the new federation of the Americas. That is, it will be a flag that will carry a little bit of Mexico and the South American nations because they'll be part of the new American Federation, carry a little bit of Canada also melded in there, and then the United States. So no longer the red.
Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise your name. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Okay, sounds good. Thank you, brother and sister. Albion and Lisa. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you, my brother and sister. Welcome to the Lord's hour. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise your name, Jesus. Praise your name, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My brothers and sisters. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to uh, make this in Spanish and English at the same time with the help of the Lord, because um, it is a uh, a very important message. Um, bienvenidos hermanos a la hora del Señor. Dios me lo bendiga. Este voy a tratar de hacer esto en español y en inglés esta vez uh, porque es un importante mensaje. Amén. Praise your name, Jesus. So first we're going to start, hallelujah, with a prayer. Praise your name, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, Holy Spirit, take charge uh, Take charge of operation, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Cover me with your blood, Jesus, me and my family. Oh, hallelujah, Espíritu Santo, protégenos, cúbrenos con tu santa sangre, Señor Jesucristo. Espíritu de Dios, cae con fuego y poder de Dios sobre este lugar. Holy Spirit of God, come down with fire and power all over this place. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I repent, Jesus, from all type and kind of a sin, Lord, that I have committed against you since the day that I was born until now in the last second. Hallelujah of the rapture, Lord. Forgive me, Lord. Here I am, Lord Jesus, Lord. Oh, Lord, hallelujah in your temple, Lord Jesus. Bendito y alabado sea tu nombre, Señor Jesucristo. Perdón, te pido por todos mis pecados y limpiame, Señor, con tu santa sangre. Purifícame, Lord, Señor Jesucristo, Padre. Bendito y alabado sea tu nombre. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Bendito, alabado sea tu nombre. Glory be the name of the Lord. Glory be the name of the Lord. Acto en el nombre del Señor Jesucristo a todo mal espíritu en este momento. Y lo reprendo y lo santo y lo mando al infierno en el nombre de Jesús. I bind every evil spirit from north, south, east, up and down. In the mighty name of Yeshua HaMashiach. And break their powers by the blood of Jesus and send them all to the pit of hell in Jesus' mighty name. En el nombre de Jesús, de norte, sur, este y oeste, atamos a todo mal espíritu en el nombre poderoso Señor Jesucristo. Y los quebrantamos en el nombre poderoso Señor Jesucristo y los mandamos al infierno en el nombre de Jesús. Espíritu Santo, cae con fuego y poder de Dios sobre este lugar. Holy Spirit of God, come down with fire and power all over this place. Burn them up. Quema los Espíritus Santo. Quema, 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 quema. Fuego, 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 fuego. Fire, 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 fire. Burn them up, burn them up, burn them up. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Gracias, Espíritu Santo. Quema, quema, Espíritu Santo. Extermina todo demonio. Exterminate every demon. Holy Spirit of God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, bendito sea tu nombre, Señor Jesucristo. Glory be the name of the Lord. Jesus Christ, hallelujah. Glory be the name, Lord. 
Oh, hallelujah. Este mensaje es para tu honra y tu gloria. This message is for your glory, for your glory, Jesus. And I, in your honor, Lord Jesus, hallelujah, hallelujah, bendito sea tu nombre, glory be the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, glory be the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, hallelujah, pon palabras en mi boca, Señor Jesucristo, pon palabras, Lord, oh, Señor Jesucristo, put words in my mouth, Lord Jesus, put words in my mouth, Lord, oh, Padre. Bendito y alabado sea tu nombre. Glory be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Welcome, welcome, Holy Spirit of God. Welcome, 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 Jesus. Thank you, Father God, for the Holy Spirit. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Gracias, Padre, por el poder del Espíritu Santo. Hallelujah. Y el Señor Jesucristo. Bendito y alabado sea tu nombre, Señor. Glory be the name of the Lord, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, Señor, hallelujah, ministra, Espíritu Santo, ministry to your people tonight, ministry to your people tonight, Holy Spirit, ministro, santo, hallelujah, hallelujah, ministra, toca los corazones, toca la gente, Espíritu Santo, touch your, touch your people, Holy Spirit of God, touch their hearts, hallelujah, 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 oh, Padre, en el nombre del Señor Jesucristo, te pido que mandes arcángeles, de tu santo trono a pelear, aleluya, a estar aquí conmigo, aleluya, aleluya, en el nombre poderoso del Señor Jesucristo, Father God, I pray in the mighty name of Yeshua HaMashiach, that you will send archangels to fight on my behalf, in the mighty name of Jesus, aleluya, aleluya, Espíritu Santo, cae con fuego, 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 que quema, que quema, que quema, Holy Spirit, come down with fire and power, fire and power all over this place, fire and power all over this place, thank you, Jesus, gracias, Espíritu Santo, quema, 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 fuego de Dios, fuego de Dios, fuego que arde, Fuego, hallelujah, en el nombre poderoso del Señor Jesucristo. Glory be the name of the Lord. Bendito sea tu nombre. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Welcome to the Lord's hour, my brothers and sisters. Bienvenidos a la hora del Señor, hermanos y hermanas. Estamos en los últimos tiempos, hallelujah. We are at the end, at the end of the last days. Hallelujah, el Señor está cerca. Jesus is close. Y el Señor se acerca cada día. And Jesus is getting closer every day. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. El Señor viene. Hallelujah. Por su iglesia. Jesus is coming for his church. No te quieres quedar aquí para la gran tribulación. You don't want to be here and stay left behind. You don't want to be here for the great tribulation. Hallelujah, hallelujah, porque la venida del Señor está aquí, está cerca, because his coming is close, it is so close, like I have never been, hallelujah, 
Aleluya, la venida del Señor está más cerca que nunca. Y tenemos que estar listos para el Señor. And we have to be ready for the Lord at all times. Necesitamos estar, aleluya, enfocados en el Señor a todo tiempo. We need to be focused at all times. Aleluya. With the Lord Jesus, confiar en el Señor. We have to trust in Jesus only. Especialmente en estos días que están bien difíciles, especially in these days that are very difficult times. Bendito sea el nombre del Señor. Glory be the name of the Lord. Aleluya. El Señor es grande en su misericordia, pero también es fuego consumidor. God is great in his mercy, but he's also a consuming fire. Oh, aleluya, aleluya, aleluya. Bendito y alabado sea el nombre del Señor. Oh, thank you, Jesus. El Señor ha estado poniendo en mi corazón toda esta semana que tenemos que prepararnos. The Lord Jesus has been putting in my heart and my spirit that we have to be prepared. Especialmente también la gente que se va a quedar. Desafortunadamente van a haber personas que se van a quedar. Unfortunately, there's some people that are going to be left behind. And God wants those people to be prepared also for the left behind. Mi hija tuvo un sueño de lo que va a pasar. My daughter Olivia had a dream of things that are going to happen. De las mismas cosas que hemos estado hablando, ella tuvo un sueño. From the things that we have spoken and we have said in the past, in the Lord's hour about, about, about people, you know, turning into creatures or zombies, she had to dream about. Acerca de lo que hemos dicho, de lo que va a pasar con la gente, con la gente que se, que se vacunó, los que se van a convertir en, 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 en criaturas, en lo que sea, en zombies. Acerca de eso es el sueño. And for those people that... The hat of vaccine, what is going to happen? We're going to be talking about that, and she also had a dream about that, that they are going to turn into what we have spoken here in the Lord's hour. Creatures, zombies, all, all, all kind of things. Estamos más cerca que nunca. We are closer than ever. Aleluya. Aleluya. Oh, aleluya, aleluya. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Aleluya. Aleluya. Bendito sea el nombre del Señor. Glory be the name of the Lord. El Señor también... Quiere que nosotros nos disciplinemos ahorita en este tiempo también. God also wants us to have discipline in this time because we are going to need it too. Aleluya. También el Señor quiere que su gente haga ejercicios. Also, Jesus wants his people to do exercise, and I will explain it why. 
También el Señor quiere que su gente haga ejercicios y se los voy a explicar por qué. Enfocados ahorita más que nunca, se los voy a explicar por qué. Jesus wants us to stay focused at all times. And I will let you know why. These are the things that the Lord wants us to do. Also, endurance. He wants us to stay as strong. And I'll let you know why. Él necesita también que nosotros estemos fuertes para los momentos ahorita difíciles que van a venir. Y se los voy a explicar por qué. Cómo estar Cómo mantenerse fuerte espiritualmente y físicamente. How to stay strong spiritually and physical around this time. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise be the name of the Lord. Praise be the name of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Ahorita mi hija les va a explicar el sueño que ella tuvo. My daughter is going to explain her dream that she had. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hermanos, esto no, esto no es ahorita para estar jugando ahorita. This is not time to be playing games right now. O estás bien con el Señor, o estás apartado. Or you're doing good with the Lord, or are you separated from him, or away from him. Estados Unidos está a punto de una guerra. Están pidiendo que Estados Unidos ataque a Irán. At this moment, United States is so close to a war. And they're asking the USA that this is the time to attack Iran. Hello, church. Hello, church. Iglesia. Prepárate. Estamos más cerca ahorita. Le están pidiendo a Estados Unidos que ataque a Irán. Hello. Viene crisis y hambruna otra vez. There's crisis and hunger again. And especially if we go into a war. Primero Ucrania, luego Israel, China queriendo invadir a Taiwán, Rusia queriendo agarrar Alaska de Estados Unidos, Norte de Corea queriendo hacer guerra con, con el Corea del Sur, Corea del Norte, con el Corea del Sur, y Estados Unidos con Irán y Israel con sus enemigos, estamos a punto y cerca de una guerra nuclear. ¿Aló? Tenemos que estar preparados con comida y agua. First, Ukraine, then Israel, and China, trying to invade Taiwan, and then Russia that wants to get Alaska now from USA, and then North Korea wanting war with South Korea. 
in United States now with Iran and Israel with her enemies. We are so close for a nuclear bomb. Everyone has a nuclear bomb now. We got to be careful. And now we, hallelujah, the church, we have to stay in alert. We have to stay focused and prepare for what is coming with food and water. Nosotros como iglesia tenemos que prepararnos para lo que viene. De rumores de guerra y de rumores de guerra. Estados Unidos está frágil y por eso no lo respetan. The Bible talks to us about rumors of war. And rumors of war is USA is fragile. And that is why they don't have respect. My brothers and sisters here in Chicago, we got people all over the place coming. They're sending people to New York, Chicago, and other states. And the rumors that they're giving everything what they need. They get the link card. They get uh, food. They get supplies. They get a place to live. In fact, I believe that they're giving them like $1,000 a month for them to live. We have seen some of those people here in Chicago. But I... So what are they coming here for? Are they going to vote? Is there going to be riots? What is going to happen? So ahorita están viniendo personas de todos lados. Nos están mandando para Nueva York. Los están trayendo aquí en Chicago. Gentes que les están dando todo. Les están dando estampillas. Les están dando lugar para vivir, les están, lo están acomodando, les están dando, uh, parece, mil dólares al mes, los están, les están ayudando, están pagando. Algunos vienen con esos propósitos de no sé qué. También este, hay prostitución. Y así está la cosa. ¿Para qué viene esa gente? ¿Para, ¿Para qué están viniendo? ¿Cuál es el propósito? ¿Cuál es el plan? ¿Será para que voten? ¿Les están arreglando anestía? para que voten y después qué es lo que va a pasar qué va a pasar cuál es el propósito tenemos que estar alertas en todo momento y enfocados en todo momento so what is the purpose of all these people coming as I was mentioning is it to vote it's sad it's sad to see these people too because some of them they want they want to go back home So what is the purpose? What is the meaning? Is it for voting? Is it going to be riots? Like, remember, when Trump was trying to, you know, to get in power, uh, there was Antifa. And there were, and these people, they were making riots outside on the roads and all kind of things. They were just trying to um, blame me for that. And, and also, again, Remember, this year is the year of the elections, the election year. My brothers and sisters, chaos in this year. 
So we have to stay alert. So, ¿para qué, para qué vienen estas, estas personas? Yo siento mal también por estas personas. No me mal, malinterpreten, pero yo también siento mal por estas personas. Hay algunas personas que se quieren ir de aquí. Hay algunas que han dicho, no, pues aquí nos mandaron, nos trajeron en el tren de no sé qué, cómo se llama. Eh, eh, y este, a, algunas personas está, hasta se están este, prostituyendo también. Todo eso nosotros aquí lo escuchamos. Pero ¿cuál es el propósito? ¿Cuál es el plan? ¿Hay algún plan mal? ¿Serán las elecciones? ¿Será que esta gente quieren que voten porque ahorita el gobierno está corrupto? Is it because, again, you know, they want to vote because the government is corrupt? So, my brothers and sisters, there is one thing after another. En cuanto hay una cosa, hay otra cosa, hermanos. Tenemos que estar ahorita alerta. Alerta en todo momento. We need to stay alert at all times. And focus at all times. That's why the Lord is letting is letting us know. Prepare, prepare. Hallelujah. We need to stay in a physical body. Well, we have to maintain this body. You know, this is this is our our, our temple of the Holy Spirit. Our body needs to stay uh, physical. Well, we need to stay focused. And that's, that's why, I, this is why I'm talking today about this. El Señor, you know, Jesus put this in, 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 in my heart. Y es por eso que el Señor, el Señor quiere que nosotros estemos en preparación. Tenemos que tener una disciplina, ¿ok? Tenemos que estar con nuestro cuerpo este, físicamente bien, ¿ok? Para cualquier cosa. Voy a hablar un poquito acerca de esto, porque el Señor quiere que espiritualmente tenemos que estar bien, que es número uno, ¿ok? Número dos, físicamente, porque ¿qué va a pasar con la gente que se queda? Estoy hablando ahorita con la, con, con la gente que se, puede, que se puede quedar. Yo no sé, yo no sé quién, 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 solamente el Señor lo sabe, ¿ok? Pero tengo que decir esto porque el Señor quiere que también es, esta gente se prepare, que se prepare con su cuerpo. Si está un poquito pasadita de libras o pasadito de libras, empiece a comer menos, empiece a ayunar. Así va a bajar. ¿Ok? Empiece a bajar. ¿Por qué? Porque el cuerpo va a estar más ligero para correr. Cuando las personas se queden en la gran en la gran tribulación, estoy hablando de las personas que se van a quedar. Yo no sé quiénes se van a quedar, ¿ok? Pero van a haber personas que se van a quedar en la gran tribulación. ¿Qué va a pasar si estás un, si estás pasado de peso? No vas a poder correr, no te vas a poder esconder. Por último de esta predicación, uh, le dije al hermano le dije al hermano Elvi que si por favor me podía poner un, un video, uh, eh, bueno está en inglés, ¿verdad? de una hermana que, que este, um, habla acerca de que cuando esta gente se convierta en verdad en, en criaturas o en zombies, eh, eh, vas a tener que correrte, te vas a tener que esconder, vas a tener que subir en lugares, vas a tener que subir a casas, vas a tener que subir a edificios, yo no sé, vas a tener que saltar, ¿y cómo lo vas a hacer con un cuerpo pesado? 
te van a agarrar y va a ser más fácil para agarrarte. Now let me, ahora tengo que decir esto en inglés. So, why is it, why does the Lord wants us to have, number one, number one, uh, spiritually, we have to be strong, but also we need to stay strong also in our physical body. Why? Because there's some people that are going to be left behind. I don't know. I don't want to know, but there are some people that are going to be left behind, right? A lot of Christians are going to be left behind. How would you run fast if you, ha- if you are, are overweight? Excuse me for saying this, but the Lord wants us ha- uh, to stay right now, you know, uh, fit. Thank you, Lee. Fit. Because then what happens, my, my brothers and sisters, what is going to happen? When the zombies or these creatures are running after you, how would you run? How would you hide? How would you climb up? How are you going to climb up to your house or to a building or to a fence? How would you do it if you're not fit? That, that you are not going to die. I'm talking to those that are going to be left behind. You're not going to die. Death is going to run away. Some people. So what is going to happen if a creature bites you or grabs you? It's going to tear you. My, my daughter has seen this in, in the dreams. In the last dream that she had before that, uh, that you know, that they were uh, creatures, right? Uh, zombie bite, biting. Yeah. And when they bite, they don't let go. It's like a dog. When a dog bites you and grabs you, he doesn't let go. And you're going to be, ow, ow. And then another one comes, and another one comes. Oh, I should have listened. I should have listened. I should have been fed. Also, the Lord wants us also for the, these people to learn how to be quiet. I don't know if you have seen the movie, The Quiet Place. This movie you have to be silent. You cannot speak because if you speak, you know, th- those creatures, they hear you. So all these people, all they do is just speak in a, in a silence, uh, silence language. Silence. Yeah, sign language. And uh, at the movie, there was a lady there praying, and she was praying a lot loud. And she got attacked really, really fast. So you have to learn also how to pray in silence, how to pray to God in silence. Because these creatures' ears are going to be so, um, they're going to be very good. But they're going to be able to hear. You cannot even drop a fork on the floor. You can't drop anything. If you have problems with, with uh, if you're cla- uh, clamsy, yeah, clamsy, you, that's why the Lord, that's why the Lord wants us to uh, get disciplined right now and stay focused. Focus, discipline is like training your body right now. Training your body, how to walk silence, walk like a little, like a mouse. See the mouse? You don't hear the mouse running. You know, like, I don't know how, how uh, are, are these people going to do it. I don't know if we, the church, we're going to go a little bit through that. I don't know. But I remember, though, 
And I'm going to go with what the Lord told me because this is what Jesus told me. Back in 2015 or 16, the Lord Jesus told me this. Daughter, if you see them, or excuse me, he said, when you see this uh, uh, zombie outside and you are driving, uh, go um, go over them. I'm like, I was shocked and my mouth open. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, Lord, uh, what do you mean go over that? They're dead already, daughter. They're dead. So they're the leading dead walking right now. The leading dead walking. Oh, no, but they didn't listen. We warned them not to take, not to take that, that vaccine. We warned them. But we cannot judge them. We cannot point them. That's not our job. They didn't do it because of lack, the lack of faith, and they didn't trust the Lord. The Lord Jesus told me, if you see them, or when you see them, go over them. So what does that mean? So that means that, okay, does that mean that I, I'm going to have to go through that a little bit? So the church may go and see a little bit of that. I'm going with what the Lord told me back then a couple of years ago. And that is why I'm saying that you have to be also physical fit. Now I'm going to interpret this in Spanish. Hermanos, ¿por qué el Señor quiere que nosotros estemos físicamente bien en nuestros cuerpos? Primeramente espiritual. Primeramente espiritual, que es lo más importante, estar con el Señor espiritualmente bien. Pero físicamente es que si usted está un poquito pasadito de pesa, de pesos, ¿ok? O usted, hermana o hermanos, si están gorditos, pónganse a dieta. Y la mejor dieta es ayuno. Pónganse a ayunar, a orar. ¿Eh? Porque, ¿qué va a pasar? El Señor me dijo hace unos años atrás que esto me dijo el Señor Hace unos años atrás, él me dijo, hija, cuando tú veas estas estas cosas, estos estos zombies, ¿ok? Porque van a, va, esto va a pasar en la, gran tribula, en, la, en la gran tribulación o también puede ser antes también de antes del rapto. Yo no sé, yo no sé, pero pongámosle de que sí llegue a pasar un poquito que la iglesia tal vez mire un poquito esto antes del rapto, mis hermanos. ¿Qué va a pasar si ves un, un zombie que va detrás de ti y que te va a agarrar? Tú tienes que correr. Y si estás gordito, ¿cómo vas a correr? ¿O cómo vas a subir a, a una escalera? ¿O cómo vas a saltar a, a este... ¿Cómo vas a saltar este... ¿Cómo, cómo, se, cómo se llama este... ¿Cómo vas a subir a, tu, a, 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 a ir arriba de una casa o, o un edificio o un cerco? ¿O cómo vas a, o cómo vas a esconderte? Es por eso que también el Señor nos dijo que teníamos que también practicar, poner en práctica también, eh, 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 caminar así despacito, así como los ratoncitos, hermanos, que los ratoncitos no hacen ni un ruidito cuando ellos este, van caminando, 
porque si, si se te cae un tenedor o si, si tienes problemas de que tú cuando andas caminando chocas con todo lado y, 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 y se te caen las cosas de la mano o se te olvidan algo, entonces tú tienes que entrenar tu cuerpo. Por eso el Señor nos está hablando ahorita de disciplina y, enfoca, y enfocamiento y tener un cuerpo tener un cuerpo que tú no estés gordo, sino que estar flexible. Es un cuerpo delgado, estar flexible. Porque si cuando lleguen a pasar estas cosas, ¿cómo le vas a hacer? Y esto es pasado también a un sueño que el Señor le reveló a mi hija. Eso se los voy a se los voy a decir de aquí a un ratito. O sea, el Señor quiere que nosotros estemos enfocados, el Señor quiere que estemos fuertes espiritualmente y físicamente. Este año, este año puede ser el año del caos. Hay muchas cosas pasando, mira a tu alrededor, mira qué es lo que está pasando ahorita, casi todo el mundo está loco de guerras por aquí, guerras por allá, que Rusia acá, que China por allá, que este a, a, a Israel este eh, eh, lo están atacando, ahora Estados Unidos que está a punto de entrarle con Irán y este y también le entró lo loco a, a Putin que quiere ir a agarrar allá este la tierra de Alaska y es un solo desorden por todos lados ahorita. En cualquier momento, la, mesa, en la, en la, la bomba nuclear está en la mesa. Está en la mesa. So, tenemos que estar preparados primeramente con el Señor, estar alertas y estar a todo tiempo orando. Aleluya. Aleluya, aleluya, aleluya. Alabado sea el Señor. Praise be the name of the Lord Jesus. Aleluya. So, many people coming to several states. What is the plan? What is the plan? They're saying for this, it could be because uh, they want these people to vote. We don't know what is going to happen. But there's a plan. So we should get ready. And we should get prepared with food and water. Because this is the year the chaos could happen. Mm -hmm. Another year of disaster. Time is running out. So we, have, we as a church, we have to wake up. We have to continue with, with, uh, to the battle. We have to keep on going. Spiritually, we have to be prepared. Physically, we got to be prepared. We have to stay in alert. Hallelujah. Because there are difficult times coming. More difficult times coming. We church. We as a church, we got to pray. We got to pray for the children, my brothers and sisters. And another thing that we have to keep an eye is for that. Uh, the peace treated. We have to keep an eye on that, the peace treated. There's difficult time coming. Tenemos que estar ahorita atentos también acerca de la falsa paz, de la paz que van a decir, que quieren paz. Ya no va a haber guerras, que quieren parar las guerras. Y viene la traición, viene la falsa, tra la falsa paz. 
They're gonna be you're gonna be talking about peace and safety. Oh, you know, let's stop the war. No more war. Let's shake hands. The betrayal is coming. The destruction is coming. Difficult times. First Thessalonians five two eleven for when they shall say peace, safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape the the uh, elite and the uh, governments are are getting ready to walk on the enterprise, my brothers and sisters. The church should be ready and focused at all times. And for those that are going to be left behind, ready for the great deception that is coming also. There's another thing, and now they're talking more about the UFO. They're talking more about the aliens. They're going to be saying the aliens took the Christians. Yeah, they were the bad people. They took them. People that are going to be left behind don't believe that. That's false. You should know any better. You know that was the Lord. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ who came here for his church and took the bride, the church, with him. It was not the UFO. But that's the lie, the deception that is coming. And the word of God warned us that even those that are chosen are going to believe Aún los escogidos van a creer, van a creer, van a hablar. Lo que estoy hablando yo ahorita es de que hay que prepararse porque los gobiernos se están preparando con que para la venida del anticristo. Acuérdense que la palabra de Dios dijo, cuando, cuando escuchemos a estas personas que no ya no queremos paz, perdón, que ya no queremos guerra, Parémosle a todo esto y paz y darse la mano el uno y el otro. Hermanos, si digan la paz, esa es la falsa paz y la traición. Y mire, y es cuando va a venir la destrucción venidera que se nos dice en Tesalonicenses 5.2.11. ¿Qué dice? Que cuando escuchemos de paz y seguridad, de repente vendrá la destrucción. Así como los dolores de parto de una mujer. Y no va a haber nadie quien escape. Y la, y la, este, y, y, y el, el, el elite y los gobiernos están listos esperando al anticristo. Nosotros como la iglesia tenemos que estar listos y enfocados. Enfocados en el Señor Jesucristo. Estar alerta a todo tiempo. Hay que prepararse, que se van a quedar en la gran tribulación. No van a creer en esa gran decepción, que van a decir fueron los extraterrestres quienes se llevaron a los cristianos. Se los llevaron, porque eso van a decir fueron ellos los malos y se los llevaron. No van a creer en, a creer en la trampa del diablo, porque la palabra también se nos dice que aún, aún los escogidos van a caer. Entonces, mucho ojo. Lea la palabra de Dios para que usted no sea engañado. Porque leyendo la palabra de Dios, usted no va a ser engañado. 
metieron un, un microchip en el cerebro a una persona por primera vez, después de estar tanto probando con monos y con animales, este ahora se lo probaron a una persona, le metieron un chip en el cerebro. Ya este mundo ya está es, es, se está preparando para el anticristo. Just, I don't know, I think it was yesterday, couple of days or yesterday, that for the first time, uh, they put a microchip in a man's brain. I heard this news. It just happened. And after, you know, uh, thousands of times, they were exercising and they were trying and they were doing this to animals. But now they did it to a man. So they put a, a microchip in his brain. And you know what they're saying? Science, science is actually saying, oh, it's for the people that, you know, for the um, uh, people that can't walk, people that have problems with their spine, and uh, people that can't speak, that they are putting the microchip in their brain so the brain can send signals to the nerves that are dead or the spine that is dead and are going to be able, uh, the uh, the computer, you know, they work this through the computer, and they're going to send, they're making this, send signals to the dead bodies of that person, dead body. Let's say that person is uh, in a wheelchair and can walk. And uh, that's that's what they're going to come up with that. And that's, that's the excuse, hey, whoever is sick, no worries, yeah. Put the chip. Remember that even those that were chosen can fall. So be careful. That's a lie from the enemy. That's the mark of the beast right there. A chip. A man that was just chipped in the brain. Be careful. It is already happening. So this world is prepared. They're getting prepared now for the Antichrist. These demons, they're moving so fast. And that's why the church, we have to move fast. We have to be awakened. We have to be, hallelujah, uh, and alert at all times because time is running out. Jesus, hallelujah, is coming back. Jesus is coming back. Jesus coming back. Hallelujah. So después de tanto probar, hay una persona que le pusieron el chip en el cerebro. La venida del Señor está más cerca que nunca. Este mundo parado se están preparando para el anticristo. Y el Señor, aleluya, por eso es que el Señor ya viene por su iglesia. Y por eso es que la iglesia tiene que estar lista en todo momento. Y estar con el Señor en todo momento. Y leer la palabra para no caer en las mentiras y en la falsedad del diablo. Cualquier cosa puede pasar para evitar... Para evitar que las elecciones pasen este año. Este año puede ser muchas cosas van a pasar. Estar nosotros vigilando 
Tenemos que estar con comida, con alimentos, con agua. Hay muchas cosas ahorita que están en la mesa. La bomba nuclear, guerras. Y este señor nos decía, rumores de guerra. Siguen amenazando. Ahora es que Texas, eh, hay, una, hay, hay una amenaza de guerra civil también. ¿Por qué? Porque de ahí están viniendo todas estas gentes para acá y parece que pues todo esto es corrupción, hermanos. Están dejando que pasen la gente y este parece que hay como no sé cuántos, 29 estados que están en contra de esto. Uh, puede haber una guerra civil. Muchas cosas están pasando ahorita. Persecución para la iglesia también. Persecución. En el Corea del Norte, en China, en Pakistán, hay muchos lugares que ahorita eh, tienen cristianos que hasta los han quemado, los han quemado en vivo. Hay muchos lugares que nosotros no estamos viendo cómo en realidad, qué es lo que están haciendo con la gente cristiana. Los están matando, quemándolos. Hay mucha maldad. Estamos en un periodo final. Estamos cerca como nunca del rato, mis hermanos. Tenemos que estar preparados para la venida del Señor. Aleluya. So anything could happen this year. To avoid the elections, many things are ha are happening right now. Wars, rumors of war. And the and and the nuclear bomb is on is on the table. We got Russia here fighting there. You know, China, uh, Iran, uh, Israel, Ukraine. First it started all with Ukraine. Now we got all these conflicts everywhere. And now Texas, Texas uh, is, um, there's, there could be a civil war. They're like about, I believe, about 29 states. Uh, um, that is actually with Texas because, you know, there's a lot of corruption that I don't want to talk too much about this, but there's a lot of corruption because of all these, you know, poor people are coming from, uh, from Texas and they're sending it to so many places for their evil plan. Because they are planning of something evil. Also, we got persecution of the church. I heard that in North in North Korea, you know, they're they're like they're burning the Bibles. They are burning people alive in Pakistan, in Middle Eastern places like that, in China. You can't preach the gospel. You cannot even build a church there. Oh no! But they can come here to this nation and they can build a church. They can do whatever they want, but the Christians here, they cannot go over there and build a church or talk about Christ because otherwise they get killed. I heard that there are hundreds of people right now that are being arrested, and some of them have lost their life. Persecution. We don't know. We don't, we're not seeing this. They're not passing this too much. and They're not showing this on TV. But if you do your own research, you know, you see these things happening, and you're like, oh, my goodness, wow. So we got to pray for our brothers and sisters in Christ that are around these places. Persecution like no ever. 
and also against the, the children's too. Uh, drugs, uh, trafficking, kidnapping. We got to pay for the, pray for the children. Satan has been doing his evil plans for many years, but it's just getting worse. The rapture, that's why the rapture is closer than ever, very close. So we need to stay ready and prepare for the coming of Jesus. Because this world, my brothers and sisters, this, this world is evil right now. It's evil. So what does the Lord want us to do? Okay. He wants us to do exercise. He wants us to stay focused on him. He wants us to practice on how to silence and how to walk silence. Uh, don't bump into things, you know, like don't be clumsy. Put that into practice. He wants us to stay fit, to have a, a, a backpack ready with food and water and medicine. He wants us to stay strong spiritually and physical. ¿Qué es lo que quiere el Señor que nosotros hagamos? Y para las personas que se van a quedar, hacer ejercicios para estar con un cuerpo fuerte y ligero para correr y subir lugares. Carse en el Señor Jesucristo en todo tiempo. ¿Cómo guardar silencio para que no te escuchen y no seas hallado? ¿Cómo ponerlo en práctica desde ahorita y aprender a susurrar? A dar quedito, suavecito, mantenerse delgado para la flexibilidad, tener mochilas con medicinas, con comida y con agua. Estas personas que se van a quedar necesitan hacer todas estas cosas. Esto es en serio, porque cuando tú te encuentres y te, te encuentren, ok, acuérdate que si no, si no se te llega el día, en que te van a cortar la cabeza o que te van a arrancar la piel y las uñas para que niegues el nombre del Señor Jesucristo. Si no te si no te llega en ese momento el día de eso, va a ser pura tortura. Y en, y, y en la gran tribulación nadie va a poder morir. La muerte va a huir. La muerte va a huir. Son siete años de pura tortura de puro sacrificio, va a ser el, el infierno en la tierra. Te puedes pensar, puedes pensar lo peor. ¿Qué pasa en el infierno? Es puro sacrificio. Es lo mismo que va a haber en la tierra. Por eso la palabra de Dios nos dice en Mateo 24, 16, eh, los que estén en Judea huyan a las montañas. Los que estén en la ciudad eh, escapen de ella. Y no regreses a recoger tu capa, a recoger tu abrigo, a recoger lo que tienes que recoger. O oh, voy a regresar a la casa porque voy a ir a traer unas cositas que se me olvidaron. No. Cuando todas estas cosas pasen y, y te quedaste en la gran tribulación, tú tienes que irte a las montañas y apagar el teléfono. Porque por medio del teléfono, el, tel el teléfono nos están chequeando desde hace muchos años, hermanos. Usted pone ahí el GPS. Y ya, y ya usted, usted sabe para dónde va. 
pone su locación, dónde está, y, y, y cualquiera lo puede encontrar. Porque estos, por medio de estos teléfonos lo van a, lo van a ver, lo, lo van a vigilar y van a ver a dónde está. E inmediatamente te quedaste, pasó el rato, destruye el teléfono. No lleves el teléfono contigo. contigo. So again, Jesus wants us to stay focused, to stay focused on him. He wants us to do exercise so we can have a flexible body, so we can have a fit body, so we will uh, run for whatever is coming. If there's going to be time, if we are going to do this, you know, before the rapture or for the people that are going to be left behind, how to run, how to climb up to places, you got to be flexible. Because what is going to happen if you get, if you get caught? You're going to get hurt. It's going to be, it's, it's, it's going to be a torture. Remember that what the demons do in hell, that's what they're going to do to the people here that are going to be left behind. It's sacrificial. It's torture for seven years. It's hell on earth. That's how it's going to be. So for those people that are going to be left behind, you better be ready. Get rid of your phone. Immediately the rapture happens. You didn't go. You destroy your phone. They can locate you with your phone is, with, with, with your cell phone. And that's, that's why the low one should stay fit. If you don't take this serious, you're going to regret it. You're going to say, oh, I should have listened. Because remember, death is going to walk away. I'm talking about those people that are going to be left behind. Death is going to, walk, is going to run away from you. It's going to be torture, torture, torture for seven years if you get caught. That's why the Lord, that's why the Lord says in his word, Matthew 24, 16, he said, let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. And Luke 21, then those in Judea must flee to the mountains. Let those within the city escape from it. And let those in the countryside not enter the city. Don't go back to your house. Oh, I forgot. I forgot. I forgot my money. Oh, I forgot this. I forgot some code. I forgot this. Don't go back. You got left behind. You don't go back. You go straight to the mountains and hide. Or find a safety place, a secure place. And you got to put into practice how to be silent. And when you pray, you have to pray in silence between you and the Lord. And how to just trust Jesus, just Jesus, hallelujah, in those difficult, extremely difficult times. And to have a, a, a backpack ready with uh, food, with medicine, with water. And if you are sick, ask the Lord right now to heal you. Ask the Lord. If you need to be healed, hallelujah, fast and pray. And ask the Lord to heal you because get, because if you if you need to run and you need your, uh, your stuff with you, your medicine, whatever you've been taking, you ask the Lord to heal you. Because you don't want to be carrying all this stuff. And when you pray, you pray. When you, if you, if you, if you listen to this message and you get left behind, stay silent. 
You have to walk in silence. You have to speak. And when you speak, you have you have to learn how to whisper. So you will not be found. Put this into practice right now. Put it into practice right now. Just in case. God does not want nobody to be to be uh uh um to be lost or to be or to perish. God want God wants everyone to go to heaven. But unfortunately because people have done, you know, whatever you have done with disobedience, you know, well, I mean there's unfortunately there's gonna be a lot of Christians that are gonna be left behind. God told me, my brother and sister, that I was going to be taking me and my family with a promise, with a promise. And, and Jesus never breaks a promise. But even though I am putting this into practice, me and my family, I go to the gym every three days. I used to go every day, but now I can't because I'm so busy. I go every three days. I go to the gym. I go to the gym, and I do it hard. I'm like, come on, Carla, you can do it. You got this. Come on, come on. And I go on the stairs, and I go there for one hour, boom, 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 and I'm doing my exercise, and I'm lifting up weights because I got to be strong. First, spiritually, spiritually, you got to pray, right? You have to fast. You got to stay right with God. You got to stay in righteousness. But you have to stay fit also because I don't know if I'm going to be running. I don't know if I'm going to be running from FEMA camps. I don't know what is going to happen when disaster happens, when the earthquake happens. You know, you've got, you got to be fed so you can help other people. And if we, if we get to see a little bit, you know, of those creatures or zombies, you know, I better, I better stay fed. Otherwise, so bad for me. Oh, too bad for you, Carla. You didn't want to listen. Okay, well, now I got them right behind me. I have to be ready how to climb up a fence. I have to be ready how to, how to use the stairs, how to climb up the stairs, how to get on top of the, you know, the house. I'm not young like I used to. Like when I was younger, my goodness, I was in a tree that was probably 20 feet, and I was like a monkey on the tree. But now, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm older. But that's why I have to do exercise. We can't be thinking just eating food and eating food and eating food and just and you know and and stay overweight. That's not what God wants for His people. No, that's what the enemy wants. You're eating, 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 eating. Instead of eating, why don't you just fast? Why don't you pray? And eat, 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 eat. Oh, let me get this. Oh, oh, oh. And just seeing yourself like that. Come on, you got to take care of the temple. This is the temple, you know, where the Holy Spirit remains. You have to take care of your body too. Oh, come on now. I got I, you know, I got to be a coach here for everybody here. Maybe one of these days I'm going to put everybody to do exercise. You know, we don't know we don't know what is going to happen this year, brothers and sisters, so we got to stay ready. We have to stay ready at all times. What if you got to carry backpacks? What if you have your baby with you and you have to carry your baby and you have to go someplace else and Jesus is letting you know, "Oh, you got to move from here to another place." How are you going to do it? If you are 300, 400 pounds, I'm sorry to say this, but it's time. It's time to get fed. It's time to lose all that weight because the the enemy is the one who has put you in that place. So God wants us to get ready, to, ready or not, get prepared. 
Either if you are, hallelujah, you're going to go or be left behind. You got to be ready. You know, with Sister Denise here, and I'm going to say this, Sister Denise was overweight when she came here to our house. I think she was like about maybe about 300, 210 pounds, and with her permission. I can say this because she has have let me know that I can say some things. And you know what? The Lord told her, no more, no more cake for you. No more cake. No more sweets. And you must do it. No more sweets for you, daughter. And then the insisted and the lesson she didn't do it. She was so addicted to cake. She was like, Oh my goodness, you give Denise a piece of cake and she will get she 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 loved it. She loved the sweets. And all started it because in the beginning, the Lord was letting, letting her know, go easy, easy on the cake, but she didn't want to listen. So the Lord took that away from her. And then she was going for bread. She was eating way so much bread. And the Lord was letting her know, easy on the bread, daughter. She didn't want to listen. She took the bread away from her. And then he lost a lot of pounds. Denise goes also to the gym. She's doing her exercise. And sometimes the Lord put her to run five miles, two miles, ten miles, and even 20 miles. That's right. And the Lord let her know, and she's still praying to be raptured, but the Lord let her know she's going to be left behind. But she's still, she's still a nurse, and she's still hoping. You know, that the Lord can, can uh, hallelujah, can take her in the rapture. I'm praying for her, too. The Lord has a discipline, has disciplined Denise and also have shown her how to stay focused, how uh, how to be prepared, has shown her how to be, in a, in a, in a, you know, spiritually and uh, good with him, very good with him, and also how to stay fed and how to stay focused, and how to stay strong. And that's in the same thing, what he did for her. That's what he wants to his children. But some, they don't want to listen. Ahora voy a interpretar un poquito esto en, en español. Hermanos, En este momento de la de cuando pase la gran tribulación y las personas, porque desafortunadamente van a haber muchos cristianos que se van a quedar en la gran tribulación, el Señor no quiere nadie que nadie perezca. El Señor es grande en misericordia y el Señor quiere llevárselos si es posible a todos mis hermanos. Él quiere tener a todos en la, el, el aleluya en el cielo, aleluya en el gran reino. Pero este desafortunadamente mis hermanos por por desobediencia, por pecado, por esto y el otro van a haber miles de personas que se van a quedar. Y entonces, como estas personas se van a quedar en la gran tribulación, ¿ok? Necesitan estar espiritualmente bien, ¿ok? Primero, espiritualmente estar bien con el Señor. Segundo, estar con sus cuerpos 
delgados, haciendo ejercicio, no estar comiendo mucho, mis hermanos, no hay que estar comiendo que la tortilla, que los tamales, todo eso está bueno, está delicioso comer esas comidas, pero hay que tener un límite en todo. Si tú estás pasado de peso, si tienes 300, 400 libras, el Señor no quiere verte así, ese es un plan del diablo que te, que te quiso ver así, pues, con, este, con, este, con el cuerpo que tienes, pero nunca es tarde en la vida, tú puedes empezar haciendo ejercicio, mira, ve allá a correr a la corredora y poco a poco haciendo cardio, haciendo cardio y todos los días, mira, aunque hagas 10 minutos, todos los días, ahí, 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 ahí no puedo, pero usted le da y usted le da 10 minutos, luego luego lo aumenta en 20 minutos, ¿ok? Luego lo aumenta 30 minutos, al final puede aumentar hasta una hora hasta que usted pierda todo ese peso y lo mejor, lo mejor sería también ayunar, ayunar con ayunar. Uf, usted pierde, puede perder 10 libras si usted se pone en, 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 en ayuno una semana. En un día se pierden como dos libras. Ahora póngase, si usted se pone 21 días de ayuno, que sería mejor todavía. Pero también el Señor quiere que nosotros estemos fuertes porque no sabemos, hermanos. No sabemos. Este, Como yo le estaba diciendo que el Señor a mí me dijo que, que, que en aquel tiempo, cuando Él me lo dijo en el 2015-16, eh, hija, vas a ver alguna, algunas criaturas o vas a ver cuando veas los, los hombres y tú estás manejando, pásales encima. Y, y yo me quedé asustada y asombrada. Y yo, oh, pero ¿cómo, Señor? ¿Cómo voy a hacer eso? Pues es que ya están muertos, hija. Ya están muertos. Ellos están viviendo en, en, en su cuerpo, pero es, eh, 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 es, 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 es como la muerte andando para que me entiendan. Entonces, y yo, wow. Entonces, ¿qué, qué pasaría, hermanos? Eh, el Señor, yo sé que el Señor a mí me dijo que con promesa que me iba a llevar a mí a mis hijos. ¿Ok? Y cuando el Señor promete algo, el Señor nunca rompe esas, esas promesas. Pero aún así, mis hermanos, yo me, a, 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 primeramente, aparte de estar espiritualmente bien con el Señor, yo me tengo que asegurar también de estar físicamente bien. Porque, ¿por qué, hermanos? Si nos toca pasar, ver un poquito a nosotros de eso, de zombies o criaturas, de lo que sea, tenemos que saber cómo subir a lugares o cómo esconderse o cómo este, correr. Yo sé que tenemos la protección, vamos a tener la protección del Señor. Ok, y el Señor nos va a proteger. Tenemos que movernos. Si el Señor te dice, te necesito que vayas a tal lado. Si te dicen un sueño, no puedes estar aquí. Yo quiero que te vayas a tal lado. Como lo hizo con los uh, anteriormente, con sus, uh, con todas las personas que cuando leemos la palabra de Dios. Ok, cuando le dijo a Moisés que fuera a tal lado. A, 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 a Josué, ok, cuando se mudó porque estaban enemigos así, ¿se acuerdan que María, este, cuando iba este, embarazada eh, en, en el burrito y que iba de diferentes lugares y que, y que el Señor le hablaba a ellos para que, aleluya, para que ellos este, fueran de un lugar a otro? Entonces, estando en una situación así, entonces, ¿cómo te vas a mover? O también si necesita ayuda una persona, ¿cómo les vas a ayudar? Este año, hermanos, puede ser un, un año de catástrofe. Yo no sé, muchas cosas pueden pasar. Si estamos viendo guerras por aquí y guerras por allá, y que la bomba no quiere estar en la, en la mesa, y que luego esto, y que el otro, cualquier cosa puede pasar. Este año es el año de las elecciones. 
están haciendo todo lo imposible y lo posible y lo imposible para que no gane Trump y se la están poniendo bien difícil. Entonces, ¿qué puede pasar? También este acá, Texas, por el otro lado, que muy pronto, muy pronto se puede hacer una guerra civil. Entonces, el mundo está en un colapso por todos lados. Este año puede pasar algo. Yo siento en mi corazón, y el Señor me está poniendo esto en mi corazón, de que tenemos que estar nosotros listos para todo, para todo. Este, estar físicamente bien, estás enfermo, pídele al Señor que te sane, pide al Señor que te ayude a hacer ejercicio. Hermano, yo antes, a mí no me gustaba hacer ejercicio, yo estoy yendo al gimnasio cada tres días, antes iba todos los días, ahora ya no puedo porque yo no tengo ya casi tiempo, pero cada tres días yo estoy al gimnasio y le doy duro, duro, ahí estoy en las gradas dándole duro, 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 subiendo las gradas, si es posible una hora. Levanta, levantando pesos para ponerme fuerte. ¿Por qué? Porque si a mí me toca ir a, a rescatar a alguien, yo lo voy a hacer. Necesitamos que nos ayude, que el uno con el otro nos ayudamos, o mi familia, eh, se tiene que hacer. Pero ¿cómo tú lo vas a hacer si tú estás pasadito de libras? Entonces el Señor quiere que eh, eh, este, su iglesia, como tanto su iglesia, y si la gente que se va a quedar, porque esta gente, la gente que se va a quedar, va a necesitar, esa gente va a andar corriendo, va a necesitar esconderse, va a necesitar estar, pero bien, bien alertos, bien enfocados, bien alertos, porque uh, este, este, ¿cómo se llama? La gran tribulación va a ser infierno en la tierra. Es de pura tortura. Acuérdense que la muerte va a huir de las gentes que se van a quedar en la gran tribulación. Son siete años de pura tortura, puro sacrificio. Entonces hay que mantenerse, hay que mantenerse delgado, hay que mantenerse flexibles y uh, hay que este tener listas, comida, agua, este tener mochilas listas con todo lo que se necesita tener. Aleluya, bendito sea el nombre del Señor. So, hay que poner en práctica todas estas cosas. Si tienes este uh, eh, formas para caminar, que caminas recio en la casa, camina un poquito más despacio. Hay que poner en práctica todas estas cosas. Ahora Dios dice, cuando pasen todas estas cosas y en cuanto el rato pase y tú no te fuiste, tienes que irte a las montañas. a las montañas. El Señor nos habla acerca de esto en Mateo 24, 16. Huyan a las montañas. Lucas 21. Huyan a las montañas, escapen. No vuelvas por tu capa. Porque esos días van a ser días difíciles. Y esos días van a ser días también, hermanos, de castigo. Estoy hablando de la gran tribulación. Va a ser, va a ser este, el juicio de Dios. Y todo esto es para que se cumplan las Escrituras. So those days that are coming, my brothers and sisters, that those days in the tribulation are going to be difficult times. The Word of God tells us that for those days are the time of punishment when all its scriptures, when all scriptures are fulfilled. To escape from it. Run to Jesus. Run to the Lord. 
and stay focused. Hallelujah. At all times. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Welcome to those that are listening in the in, on the cell phones. Praise God in the chat room here. Brian, may God bless you. And welcome to the Lord's Hour. Preparation, 1 Peter 3.15. But in your hearts, honor Christ the Lord as holy always. Being prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason, for the hope that is in you. Yet, do it with gentleness and respect. Proverbs 22.3. The prudent sees danger and hides himself, but the simple go and suffer for it. Proverbs 6, 6, 8. Always larger, consider her ways, and be wise without having any chief officer or ruler. She prepares her bread in summer and gathers her food in, har- in harvest. And that's what the Lord wants us to do. He wants us to be like, like the ant, to prepare, prepare, prepare food, and stay with food and water ready. Aleluya, el Señor, Él quiere que nosotros estemos preparados, que seamos como la hormiga. La hormiga no es floja, la hormiga no es aragana. Proverbios 6, 6, 8. Es inteligente, no necesita un jefe, no necesita quien la gobierne. Ella prepara su comida en el verano para en el momento Cuando le toque a ella comer, mis hermanos, tiene todo listo. Y lo prepara antes de que venga el invierno. Así es la hormiguita. Tenemos que nosotros aprender de la hormiga y hacer esas cosas. Y hay que ser prudentes. Aleluya. Lean Proverbio 22.3. Y primera de Pedro 3.15, Proverbs 24.27, prepare your work outside. Get everything ready for yourself in the field, and after that, build your house. Lean Proverbio 24.27, Luke 21.36, but stay awake at all brain that you may have a strength to escape all these things that are going to take place and to stand before the Son of Man. Lea Lucas 21.36. See? God is, is letting us know. We have to stay awake at all times and praying that we may have strength to escape all these things that are going to take place and to stand before the Son of Man. El Señor quiere que estemos fuertes. God wants us to be strong. God wants us to stay in prayers. No quiere que estemos en oración. God wants us to stay awake. Thank you, Jesus, for helping me translate to translate this in Spanish. Gracias, Señor. El Señor es el, es el que me ayuda a interpretar. John 16:33. I have said these things to you that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart. I have overcome the world. Lean Juan 16:33.
Nosotros siempre encontramos la paz con el Señor. We always find peace with God. Él nos dice que en, la, en este mundo vamos a tener tribulación. He says that in this world we're going to have tribulation. Pero Él dice que no nos preocupemos, but He says don't worry. Porque Él ya pasó estas cosas, because He passed these things. He went through these things already. Hallelujah. Praise be the name of the Lord. Discipline. Here it is, discipline, Hebrew 12, 11. For the moment, all discipline seems painful rather than pleasant, but later it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. Lea Hebreos 12, 11, que nos habla de la disciplina. Proverbs 12, 1, whoever loves discipline loves knowledge, but he who hates reproof is stupid. Lea Proverbios 12, 1, que el Señor nos habla acerca de la, discipl la disciplina. Que el que ama la, la, la inteligencia, el que le gusta, que lo corrijan. ¿Ok? Dice Proverbios, Proverbios 12.1. Léalo, por favor. Proverbs 12.1. Whoever loves discipline loves knowledge. El que ama la disciplina, ama, ama la la, la inteligencia ok but he who hates reproof is stupid pero el que la rechaza es un tonto entonces no hay que rechazar cuando cuando nos estén disciplinando you should not be you should not reprove when you're getting disciplined es más siéntete contento cuando hay una disciplina contigo in fact actually be happy when discipline falls on you. When it comes to you, actually be happy. Rejoice. Because through discipline you get you you get wisdom. En vez de enojarte cuando te llegue la disciplina, más bien conténtate. Alégrate. Alégrate. Porque entonces el Señor te está dando sabiduría. Aleluya. Proverbs 13.20, bears the rod, hates his son, but he who loves him is diligent to discipline him. Lea Proverbios 13.24, 1 Corinthians 9.27, but I discipline my body, you see, but I discipline my body and keep it under control, lest after preaching to, uh, to others, I myself should be disqualified. Primera de Corintios 9.27, Uh, Apocalipsis 3.19, Revelation 3.19, Those whom I love, I reprove and discipline, so be jealous and repent. Hallelujah. Mm. Praise the Lord. Praise the living God. Apocalipsis 3.19, léalo, por favor. Proverbs 3.11-12, My son, do not despise the Lord's discipline or be weary of his reproof, for the Lord reproves him who he loves. Es el Father, the Son, en whom he delights. Praise the living God. Hallelujah. Alabado sea el Señor. Lea, por favor, Proverbios 3, 11, 12. Okay. Now we're moving to uh, physical exercise. Biblical verses on 1 Timothy 4, 8. 
For while bodily training is of some value, godliness is of value in every way, as it holds promise for the present life and also for the life to come. Lea Primera de Timoteo 4.8, Aleluya, acerca del ejercicio físico. Primera de Corintios 6, 19, 20. Léalo, por favor. First Corinthians 6, 19, 20. Or you do not know, <coughs> excuse me, or, you, or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own, but you were brought about with a price. Glorify God in your body. Praise the living God. Thank you, Jesus. Alabado sea el nombre del Señor. Lea Primera de Corintios 6, 19, 20, por favor. 3 John 1, 2. Beloved, I pray that all may go well with you and that you may be in good health as it goes well with your soul. Lea uh, Tercera de Juan uh, 1, 2, por favor. Philippians 4, 13. I can do all things through him who is strengthening me. Praise the Lord. When you feel like you can't do it, ah, this is too much for me. I can't do this. I can't do it. Remember this verse. I can do all things through him who is strengthening me. Cuando usted se sienta que usted no puede, que no puede, que no puede hacerlo, lea Filipe, Filipians, Filipians, a ver, Filipino, ¿cómo vamos a ver aquí? Filipians, ay, Señor, ayúdame porque ya se me olvidó esto en español. Filipians 4.13. Espérenme, hermanos. Filipians 4.13. Thank you, Jesus. Filipians. Hay veces que uno se olvidan palabras. Filipians. Fili Filipenses, creo que es. Filipenses 4.13. Filipians 4.13. I can do all things through him with strengthening me. Yo puedo hacer todo, aleluya, con la ayuda del Señor. Alabado sea el nombre del Señor. Bendito y alabado sea el nombre del Señor. Aleluya. Mi hija les va a decir ahorita el, uh, un sueño. My daughter has been waiting here patiently. Um, so he, she will share her dream and take it to prayer, um, hallelujah, but the Lord has been giving my daughter uh, dreams about what is going to happen, hallelujah, and we have to be aware, we have to, I'm looking for something here, we have to be uh we have to stay focused. We've got to stay focused, my brothers and sisters, because um, time is running out. Time is running out, and God, hallelujah, wants us wants us to stay focused at all times. Filipenses. Filipenses. 
Bendito sea el nombre del Señor. Aleluya. Filipenses 4, 13. 4.13. Todo lo puedo en Cristo que me fortalece. Alabado sea el nombre del Señor. Filipenses. Filipenses. Gracias, Señor. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, so I'm going to have Olivia here share her dream. Go ahead, Amina. Praise your name, Jesus. Hallelujah. Okay. Um. Okay. So uh, let me know, my brothers and sisters, if you can if you can hear her. Okay. Please let me know. Let me know if you can hear her. All right. Let me say hello. Testing. Hello. Testing. 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 Hallelujah. Praise God. Let me just. Let hello. Me just, hello. Let me just double check me one one second here. She's, I think you're you're clear. Go go ahead, Mia. Okay. You have to speak a little louder. Okay. Uh, can you hear her, Denise? Okay. All right. Go ahead. All right. Um, hello, brothers and sisters. In this dream, I had a vision saying that people were about to turn into zombies. So when I saw this in the dream, I knew it was imminent when people start turning. So I started rushing to go someplace safe, and I thought that maybe it will be safe if I get on a boat. So I was, and then it was like some people were being activated, and I could tell it had started. And now some people were turning into zombies, and I believe those were the people who were actually vaccinated, because in this vision, um, just speak louder. Uh, so, speak, speak uh, louder, Mia. Okay. Okay. You have to get closer to uh to the phone. Okay. Okay. All right. So yeah, so I started rushing to go someplace safe and I thought maybe it'll be safe if I get on a boat. So I was like rushing to the port area and then it was like some people were being activated and I could tell it had started and now some people weren't turning into zombies. And I believe those were the people who were actually vaccinated because in the vision I had in the stream, it looked like something inside their bodies activated them. But I didn't look back at these people because my only focus was to get away from these zombies. That's why I thought about going to the boat because I was thinking about getting away from these people. But people started freaking out and screaming. And when they were seeing these other people turning, so now 
people were running in all directions, even to the boat, too. So then I started to run in another direction to a some place else because I didn't want to be stuck in a crowd. And many people tried running away from the town. And I also saw some people dressed in black who were not affected, actually. And I saw these men going to some houses to release, like, the people who turn into zombies so that they can also hunt down people. And the zombies did not touch them. But I also noticed some houses were not touched and were safe. And this point of the dream, it felt like the safest place to be in was in a house instead of outside. But it wouldn't feel safe if there were even a few people living in there who are vaccinated. And that was the end of my dream. So, brothers and sisters, if you ever see a time like this, pray to God for your home to be protected in those days. But if you are living with people who are vaccinated, try to remove them from your home if you can, or live someplace else separate from them because it is dangerous to live with them because of many of these people will turn, and when they turn into zombies or creatures, they will hurt people, the people around them. So, brothers and sisters, you can always take this dream to a prayer and ask God about this, and you can always pray for confirmation. Brothers and sisters, God bless, and shalom. Shalom, shalom. Okay, thank you, Neil. Can you send me that uh, <clears throat> yeah. my messages, God, James, please? Okay. Thank you. Yeah, so... Um, Difficult times are coming. Difficult times. Um, it's going to be a time of process. This is that we're not going to be, we can't be surrounded with people that are, you know, that were vaccinated. And um, like, in, you know, in my case, is um, my, um, my dad they uh he was not there anymore he has uh alzheimer's and when they put the you know when they put the vaccine so because he was not uh in his well-being um i don't think it's going to count because uh it's it's you know it's like a being forced if somebody force you to put something and you're not aware it's like a child you know that you put something in uh and in, in, uh and then the child um gets you know the chip or or gets or gets the vaccine uh it's a child it's, it's a child you know a child is innocent so but it's still, you know, God is God already have shown that He's gonna take my dad before all this happens. Um, and it's because I've been praying, you know, I, I pray to God, please, Lord, 
I don't I don't want him to I don't want to see him turning into something. He was not aware. He already had Alzheimer's. Uh, he's innocent. You know, he's he has kids that are Catholic, and those people were just pushing it so hard, and they ended up doing it to him, which it was out of my knowledge. I didn't even know when they came here, you know, for him and took him. So I prayed, and, and I remember that I had to have my dad read the repentance prayer for three years and the Bible constantly every day, even though he was not in his and his sentence and his well-being, I still did it like that. And and but uh, God has shown us already that He's He's going to be taken before the chaos happens. Um, yeah, I'm going to miss my dad, but it's whatever the will of God is. Um, so people that are being vaccinated and you're not vaccinated, uh, we don't know. Exactly, you know, God has not given us time or dates when all this is going to happen. We don't know. But uh, that's why I stay alert. If you're living with people that are vaccinated, then my advice is to just stay alert at all times because you don't know when are they going to turn the chip on. You have no idea when is that going to happen. And you don't even know what hit you, okay? So if you don't want to risk it, then it's better for you to be living on your own. Uh but, you know, pray about it. Take it to the Lord. Take it to the Lord and wait upon the Lord's answer to tell you what to do. Um, this is serious, serious, getting serious now, my brothers and sisters. Um, uh, I don't know. It could be this year. It could be, I don't know. Only only the Lord knows. But that's why the Lord wants us to stay and alert, the Lord wants us to stay, hallelujah, in preparation. He wants us to stay disciplined, and he wants us to stay also in a good physical body. Okay, he wants us to stay focused, and he wants us to endure, and he wants us to be, hallelujah, as strong. Amen? So staying focused, set your mind, set your mind, hallelujah, I'm Jesus. Praise your name, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Acerca uh, del sueño, mis hermanos, es un sueño de que mi hija tuvo uh, la visión, es un, es un sueño, un, una, una visión que ella tuvo, que la gente que este se vacunó se convirtieron este en zombies o en criaturas. Um, en su sueño esto ella miró que eso iba a ser eminente, que eso iba a pasar muy pero muy pronto, muy eminente. Um, cuando estas personas se van a, a, empe a empezar a, a empezar, perdón, a transformarse. Um, ella este pues se vio en un en los lugares que eh, estaba ella que se sentía segura cuando estas cosas estaban pasando dice que pues era su casa este pero que también no podía no podíamos estar con personas que estaban este vacunadas eh, este 
lo pueden este, llevar en oración, ok, el sueño es algo largo, uh, no sé si pueda pues interpretarlo todo, pero este ella pues lo digo en inglés, a uh, las personas pues que saben verdad, este habla, uh, habla los dos idiomas, entonces pues pueden escucharlo, verdad, y llévenlo en oración. Es por eso que el Señor nos está diciendo que nos mantengamos, verdad, en forma para que cuando estas cosas pasen, estar preparados, este, tener disciplina, estar este, enfocados en el Señor Jesucristo siempre, tener pues un cuerpo físico saludable y estar pues ahí con el Señor preparado siempre, enfocándonos en el Señor, estar fuertes, ¿verdad? Amén. Este, uh, muchas cosas están por pasar. Eh, Muchas cosas, mis hermanos, este tenemos que, por eso les digo que tenemos que estar alertas. Oh, un momentito. I got my son calling me on the other line. Uh, brothers and sisters, uh, we have to pray. Amen. We have to stay focused with the Lord and And, uh, and the Lord wants us to endurance when all these things happen. Hallelujah. When the difficult times happen, when not only not only about zombies, but everything. Because we're going through difficult uh, times right now. You know, this year, uh, it could be the year of chaos. And, and um, we're seeing, like I said, you know, wars everywhere. And, and so more things or more difficult things are ahead of us. So we need to stay in, in endurance, Romans 5, 3, 4. Not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope. Romanos 5, 3, 4, léalo por favor. James 1, 12, 18, blesses the man who remains steadfast on the trial, for when he has stood death, he will receive the crown of life, which God has promised to those who love him. Hallelujah. James 1, 12, 18, please read the whole verse. Hebrews 10, 36, for you have need of endurance so that when you have done the will of God, you may receive what, I, what is promised. Hebreos 10, 36, leado por favor, hermanos. Juan, hallelujah. Uh, James 1, 12, 18, lean también James Uh, please read James 1, 2, 4. Um, all join my brothers and sisters, hallelujah, when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces a steadfastness, okay? James 1, 12. Blesses the man who remains steadfast in the trial, for when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life, which God has promised to those who love him. Praise the living God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. God is good. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. So endurance. Stay strong. Strength. Philippians 4.13 can do all things through him who has strengthened me. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Lean Isaías 
Eh, Felipe 4.13, por favor. Isaiah 40, verse 31. But they who, but they who wait for the Lord, they shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Isaiah 40, verse 31. Isaiah 40:31. Ephesians 6.10. Ephesians 6.10. Finally, be strong in the Lord and of his might. Psalm 73, 26, my flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Salmos, Salmos 73, 26, léalo por favor. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And we have to stay strong. Tenemos que estar fuerte para lo que venga, hermanos. We gotta be strong for whatever it comes, my brothers and sisters, whatever it is. Hallelujah. Y hay que estar confiando en el Señor. We have to trust always in Jesus Christ. Always. Hallelujah. Aunque se mueva la tierra, aunque se vayan las cosas por todos lados, pero nosotros tenemos que tener nuestra confianza en el Señor Jesucristo. Even if the world shakes and things are moving left and right. We should not be afraid, hallelujah, because God is with us, and who can be against us? And God, hallelujah, is going to be protecting us, amen? So my brothers and sisters, what I did today, I put oil on my doors and windows because the Lord put in my heart, um, asked for this house to be sealed with the blood of Jesus. And I put, I did put oil on my on my windows, on my door, everywhere in my house. So death will not come to this place, believe God. So yo hoy puse aceite en las puertas, en las ventanas y en todo lado de mi casa para que la muerte no entre. Acuérdese en los momentos de, de Moisés, cuando pasó la muerte. Y en la gente, este, este, protegieron sus casas. Entonces la muerte... No entró a donde ellos, pero sí de los egipcios. Entonces, por eso tenemos que estar preparados, unja su casa, prepárese, pida al Señor que, la, que los proteja y que también este, cubra con su casa, con, con el sello del Señor Jesucristo, su santa sangre. Aleluya. So, just remember and, and with Moses, and Moses' uh, story, aleluya, They, uh, yeah, they covered the homes and and uh, they prayed. They were in prayer, and death, you know, walk away from it. They went through the Egyptians, and um, and so that's what we have to do. It's the same thing that is going to happen. So we have to ask God to protect our homes, our families, and to seal your home with the blood of Jesus. It's a sign. Put oil on your doors. And, and windows and ask the Lord for your house to be protected so death will not be welcome into your house. It will flee. It will go away. Amen. And with the protection of God, that's all we need, my brothers and sisters. So stay focused and ready because the king is coming back. Hallelujah. Praise God. Manténgase en alerta, manténgase siempre esperando al Señor, porque el Rey ya viene, el Rey ya llega, aleluya. Muchas cosas van a pasar, pero usted no tenga miedo, porque el Señor está con usted. ¿Y quién puede contra usted? Nadie, ni demonios, ni principados, ni nadie, si tiene, si tiene la protección de Dios. Amén. 
Entonces tenemos que estar siempre, siempre confiando en el Señor a toda hora, a todo momento. Y manténgase usted siempre en alerta porque el Rey regresa y el Rey viene por su iglesia. ¡Aleluya! ¡Aleluya! Bless, hallelujah, be the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. And stay rapture ready at all times. And hallelujah, ask God for your protection to your house, your family, to be sealed, hallelujah, with the blood of Jesus. If God is with you, who can be against you? Nobody. Not even uh, 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 demons or the enemy or 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 any kind of uh, type or big or medium or small uh, demons, whatever it is, no human, nobody can be against you when God is with you and when you have the protection, hallelujah, of Jesus Christ, the living God, hallelujah. So stay focused ready, stay rapture ready, and feel hallelujah with the confidence, hallelujah, with that hallelujah protection that Jesus gives us, that Jesus gives to his children, And stay rapture ready, hallelujah. Because if you got, hallelujah, that protection, you have everything. Praise the living God. And God protects his children, amen. But we have to stay alert. We have to stay focused. We have to stay strong. And we have to remain, hallelujah, and disciplined. Always, always focused, hallelujah, in the Lord, trusting the Lord at all times. And prepare because the king is coming back. Hallelujah. So stay rapture ready. Praise the living God. Shalom, shalom, my brothers and sisters. Until next time. Hasta la próxima, mis hermanos. Dios me lo bendiga. God bless you. Hallelujah. Dios me lo bendiga. Shalom, shalom. Praise the Lord. YouTube, body of Jesus Christ. God bless you. How are you? I pray that you are doing well. I pray that you are rejoicing in the Lord and in your salvation. I pray that you are setting your eyes on Christ. I pray that you are walking close to him. I pray that you are repentant of your sin and that you're turning from any wickedness in your life. Time is really short. I had the most, I don't know why these zombie dreams that I've had, this one really terrified me. It was so I think the Lord's just letting me feel a little bit more of how real this is. Like, I feel like he's been so kind to me in my dreams because I never have fear. I just feel fine, bold, courageous. But I think he's giving me a little more of a reality and what it's going to feel like. And to hear these things and to know that they are out there. I woke up from this dream And I just started crying. I mean, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. It is. We need to be prepared. This is no time to be lukewarm in your walk. It is no time to be worried about the things of this world. Because you do not want to be unprepared for what is about to happen on this planet. You're not going to make it otherwise. We have to be without spot, without blemish. The Lord, I woke up this morning and I heard the word, the Lord, the Holy Spirit speaking to me, spots, wrinkles. They just get these things out. They need to go. Um, Ephesians, what is it? Ephesians 5, 26 and 27 say that he might sanctify and cleanse her 
with the washing of water by the word, that he might present her to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she should be holy and without blemish. Are you holy and without blemish? Am I holy and without blemish? We, we need to ask the Lord to search us and make our garments white. And really, it, we need to put effort. It takes our own effort. We have to want to do this. It's the Lord doesn't just do it all for us. We have to put our effort into this. It's vital. It's vital. So, I'm sorry. This just was so eye-opening, this dream. Like I said, the Lord just gave me more of a, I, I could feel more of just the, what it's going to feel like for, for whoever has to experience this. I pray that he rescues us before this, but he gave me another dream about that. I need to go deeper into that dream and pray more on it, but about being rescued and why he isn't coming yet to rescue us. People are not prepared. They're not ready. He doesn't want to leave anybody here. He doesn't want to leave anybody here. So all of us have to be preparing ourselves, making ourselves ready for him, because otherwise we're slowing his, the coming, we're slowing the rapture by, by not being ready. We, oh, it's just, he wants to rescue us. He wants us with him, but there's so many who are not ready. Oh, so let me just, let me just pray first and let me get on with this dream. God bless you. I love you. I love you all. I am praying for all of you. Let's just, you know, focus our eyes. It's no time to have fear in the name of Jesus Christ. Can you all say this with me? In the name of Jesus Christ, I loose myself from fear and I receive power. I receive love and I receive a sound mind in the name of Jesus Christ. We loose ourselves from fear right now, Father. We don't have to fear anything. As long as we are walking with you, Lord, the fear of the Lord, that is all we need is to have a, a fear of you, a godly fear of you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Father, I just pray, and I come into agreement, Lord, with anybody listening, Father. Lord, I am in full agreement with them. I pray you bind up all distractions, Lord God, and help them to be in agreement with me. It is so powerful to be in agreement, Lord. Focus their minds, Lord God. Focus their mind. In the name of Jesus Christ, we command every foul, lying spirit to be silent. We bind your tongues, demons. In the name of Jesus Christ, you cannot speak to us. Father, we ask that you forgive us for all of our sins. Lord, all, anything, whatever it is, all sin, known and unknown, Lord God, any ungodly lusts in our lives, any unclean thoughts, any bitterness, unforgiveness, hatred, Lord God, anything, overeating, addiction, smoking, drinking, I don't know. But whatever it is, lust, fornicating, Lord, whatever. I don't know what everybody's doing, Lord, but you do. You do, Lord God. All immoral sexual sin, Lord God, please forgive us and help anybody that is struggling with these things to turn from it because it is not worth it. It is not worth it. This life is a breath. It is so short. We have eternity to look forward to. It is worth suffering for this little bit of time. It is worth it, Lord God. Help us to see that it's worth it. Help us to lay our lives down for you, Lord God. We need to be holy and pleasing in your sight, Lord Jesus Christ. 
We don't want to be a stench to your nostrils, Lord. We want to be a sweet-smelling aroma to you, Lord God. Remove the spots, blemishes, and wrinkles. Iron those wrinkles out, Lord. Clean our garments white. Help us to get washed in the water of the word. Lord, those that are not reading their Bibles, give them a hunger to read, to get washed in the water of your word. It is vital. We need to be reading every day. God, please convict all of us to read more, to pray more, to fast more, to get into your presence more, to be more grateful. You showed me yesterday, Lord, on how grieved you were about the lack of gratitude in your church, Lord. Please help us all to be more grateful to you, to thank you no matter what, Lord. Thank you for trials. Thank you for hard times. Thank you that we have to suffer for your sake. It is worth it, Lord God, because you're working things in us. By suffering, we learn obedience. Just like you, Jesus Christ, and no one suffered like you. And you're God. So thank you so much for everything. Thank you for this day. Thank you for this time, Lord Holy Spirit. Please pour out your spirit on all of us. Please touch us from the crown of our heads to the soles of our feet. Fill us with your fire, Lord. Fill us all. Deliver us from evil. Lord God, you are our Holy Father. We want to be more like you. Give us the mind of Christ. We want to think with your mind, Lord. Help us to cast down all wicked thoughts and imaginations. Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, we just pray for your fire to fill us. Fan the flame, Lord. Fan the flame. Help us draw closer to you, Lord. Set our eyes to your face, Lord. In Jesus Christ's name, Lord, I just pray you speak through me. Relay this dream how you showed it to me, Lord God. Let me remember everything accurately. Holy Spirit, please, you take over. You take over in the name of Jesus Christ. And I just, I praise you. We all praise you. I pray that we all will praise you all day long. Thank you, Lord, for everything. In Jesus Christ's name, amen, amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. He did so much for us. Oh, the Lord showed me the, his grief. Just going to church yesterday and... You got a few people who are rejoicing, and everybody else just, blah, no big deal. It's hot. Jesus Christ came and died for us. Come on. we. If your name is written in the book of life, you should be screaming hallelujah to the Lamb of God because he's amazing. So, ah, uh, it was just very grieving. But you be the one. You know, go into a place and bring the light and the joy of God, and just, who cares what anybody else thinks, jump up, shout for him, he's so worthy, he's so worthy, I was yelling hallelujah, I didn't care, <laughs> I don't care what anybody says, oh, we need that, he's so amazing, all right, let me get out with this dream, I'm sorry, <laughs> so, in this dream, I'm in this big, huge building, big building, like, it almost looks like it would be like, like the size of a like maybe it was a mansion I don't even know because I only remember seeing little parts of it but I knew it was a big building I felt as though it was up on a mountain like up high I, I wasn't outside but I felt that in my spirit so you know it's just that I had that knowledge and um one thing I remember doing was one of the first things I remember doing and I was with a whole group of people a, a couple I knew but the rest I don't know who they were but um I remember it still being light out at this point, at one point, and going over to these windows that were high up and shutting these thick curtains shut because I wanted to avoid anything from the outside 
be, be undead from looking in. I didn't want them to be looking in. I didn't want to draw any attention to us in this place. So shutting these big, thick curtains over these windows was one of the first things I remember, and it made it very dark. It blocked a lot of the, the light from coming in from outside, and I remember mentioning how dark it was to somebody else that was there. Um, the dream shifted, and let me think. There was, okay, I was sitting together in this big group of people, and we were in the middle of this big room, and I was sitting in a rocking chair that was set up there. There was a couch over here. There was a bunch of people in the middle of the floor over here, and I remember that behind me was an open hallway, something that everybody else really had their, was, were facing. Me, I had my back towards it, and I was like, no, this isn't going to work. I need to get up. I can't be sitting with my back facing this hallway, because I felt like there may be a chance something could creep in. I don't know how they would have gotten in, but these zombies, the undead, would have, just in case, I needed to be in a different place, a different position so I could see. And I remember a woman standing there, I'm pretty sure it was a woman, and she had two dogs on leashes. And these dogs were being so quiet. It was like they knew to be quiet. They were being so quiet. But I knew that they would be alerted before anyone else if there was any sound coming from any area in this building. So it was a scary thing because then if the dogs made noise, these zombies would hear them. But they weren't making noise. They were being unusually quiet. And if I knew they'd be alerted. They'd be alerted. We would have them, because their hearing is better than ours, to alert us if anything was coming in. So I immediately got up from that chair, and um, let me see. I looked over, and I saw a brother in Christ of mine. I, I looked at him. I recognized him. He was one of the people that I recognized as my, my sister in Christ's husband. And he was sitting there, and I remember he had, he had headphones in. It was one thing I noticed. He was wearing his headphones, and he had a peaceful look on his face. He looked very peaceful, like he wasn't affected by what was going on, and he was just chilling out. And he, nobody was making any noise except for this one kid. And um, now at this point, it's nighttime. It's nighttime. We're, we know to be quiet. It is vital to be quiet in the nighttime because we had to be. These things can hear so sharply. I had another dream before this, which I, it's up on one of my videos, but just the sound of my, my arm going over the glass like that, that slight sound was so loud to these things that they could hone in on me immediately just by some small little sound. So you have to be quiet. It was vital to be quiet at night. Otherwise, they'd locate you. It's crazy, right? Um, let me see. I got up from the rocking chair, and I looked at a brother in Christ, and I, I saw across from me was my husband sitting on a couch. He was sitting on the couch, you know, near one of the walls. And I went over, and I sat with him, and I remember covering myself up with a thick blanket. I was th When I put it on me, I was thinking, okay, I want to protect my body. I, I don't 
I don't know how I'm going to fight something with a blanket on, but I, the Lord was showing, I don't know, to keep our bodies protected. He showed me in other dreams to have leather, leather jacket, leather being a good thing because of fighting. It's thick. This sounds crazy. It does, but he put it on my heart. Leather, leather boots, leather jacket, leather. So, you know, when this comes down to it in the end, end, just what he's showing me. So let me see. I sit down with my husband. And I could see the open hallway now, and I covered myself with a heavy blanket to protect my body. And now there was this little boy. I don't know if he was like 11, 12, 13 years old, but he was there with us. And he had this little toy submarine or boat. It looked like a submarine. And this thing was electronic, and it was making noise. Not like a really loud noise, but enough noise. It was the only thing making noise. It was this kid with this submarine. And I felt so urgent in my spirit that he needed to stop playing with that toy. And I asked him, please, can you turn that down? When Really, he should have shut it off. And he was like, he looked at me like, yeah, right. And he turned his head and he had an attitude. He had an attitude. He wasn't going to do that. And he didn't care. He didn't care. Um, he wouldn't listen to me. And he made a face at me like, yeah, right. And I whispered loudly to him that these things could hear that. I told him the, that, that they can hear that, that they would be able to locate us by that sound, even though we were in a building and they were outside. They'd be able to hear that. That's how good their hearing was. Um, I told him about the other dream I had and that the Lord showed me that. Um, he obviously didn't care for some reason. So I proceeded to grab the toy out of his hand. I really, I'm like, I got up, I ripped the toy out of his hand and I handed it to my husband. I said, can you shut this off? And my husband shut it off. Uh, um, the undead heard it, obviously, because now I'm hearing these things, many of them start to come towards the building we were in they were not even near us yet and because of the sound of that toy they started you could hear them drawing closer making these hoots and screams that were so they were just they just shook you to the core the sound they were making like like i can't even do it i can't even do it it was like a hooting like this high-pitched screeching hoop and all together they sounded crazy not human not human and now that the sound of the toy was off i was like oh okay now we, we ought to be quiet i believe this is why my brother in christ had his headphones in because he knew what to expect and it it was probably his way of staying calm not listening to these things because i was alerted in my spirit i felt so urgent at the sound of what they sounded like and i knew they were closing in and they had somewhat of an idea until that toy got shut off and i don't know it makes me think of submarines too why was the toy a submarine you know maybe there's more to this dream about location i don't know i'm not going to read into that because it's something i have to put into prayer but um so the sound was horrific, strange howling, like a whoop, 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 like this whooping, whooping sound. All together, a bunch of different voices, and this strange howling, high pitched, just screaming whoop, like 
I knew that the sound of the toy brought them closer, making it, that it was going to make it harder for us to travel in the morning. Because now these things were closer to where we were because of the noise, now, even though now we're being quiet so they couldn't hone in anymore, as long as we stayed quiet, oh, it's just like, what? And, but I knew, I said something to my husband about, they're closer now. I'm like, now they're closer. Like, when we go out in the morning, it's going to be harder for us to get anywhere because these things are closer. And I felt an urgency and I felt dread. And my husband, being the loving man that he is, put his hands over my ears because of the sound. The sound was so disturbing. It's scary. I mean, I woke up and I was like, Lord, I don't want to be here for this. I don't want to be here for this. Please take us. Like, when are you coming, God? When are you coming? And, you know, he gave me another dream after that about the rescue. And I'm going to, I'm trying to, Lord willing, make a video on that. But there's so many people that aren't ready, that are not ready. And he wants to rescue all of us. So we might be, we may be going through this. And we can do all things through Jesus Christ who gives us strength. We can do all things. His peace will be upon us, but we have to stay close to him. We have to get rid of any sin in our lives. Any and all of it. It's not worth it. We're in the end. We're in the end. We're going to see things that never happened before on this earth. Um, I don't know. I just wanted to put this dream out there. I pray that the Lord give you insight that he give you revelation, that he give you dreams and visions and confirm these words. Please take this all into prayer. Please ask the Lord to show you. He'll show you. Be prepared. Make yourself ready. The most important thing is to be ready. We can do all things. It's just really disturbing. It really is. There's things that people can't even imagine. Just imagine putting yourself right in the middle of the movie I Am Legend that just being in that place and it's reality. It just sounds crazy, but I've had so many of these dreams. The Lord keeps showing me and showing me and showing me. And it's it's going to happen. It's going to happen to these abominated when the change and the switch happens. So I pray your day is blessed. I love you all. God bless you. Hi, everyone. It is January the 30th, 2024. And I have messages from this morning and from June 30th, 2023. And I'm going to say a quick prayer and get started. Um, Lord, Father God, I thank you, Lord. Open up our eyes, our ears, and our hearts for your truth, Lord, that we would take everything right back to you for discernment, understanding, and revelation. I pray for my brothers, my sisters, Lord. I pray for their families, their homes. I plead the blood of Jesus, Father God, over them, over their home, their families, their children, their jobs, they're coming in, they're going, Lord. Cover them like only you can. I pray for the lost, the slumbered, the confused, Lord. I pray for their hearts that they would seek for your truth, Lord, that they would be seeking, knowing, and wanting truth and not believing the lies of the enemy and not leaning on their own understanding, Father God, that this is not a time to lean on our own understanding, but to listen for your voice, to, to take everything to your feet, Father God. I thank you, Lord Jesus. Guide and direct our thoughts, our hearts, our minds, our souls, that we would seek you, know you, want you, love you, serve you all the days of our life, Father God. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Okay, this morning I woke up at 144 and I was given this message. Yesterday, 
I seen 144 everywhere I could possibly see it. Um, uh, I can't, I can't, I lost track of how many times I seen it so many times yesterday. Um, probably, I don't even know if it would be 10 times if that would be exaggerating, but I don't want to give a specific number. Hold on. <clears throat> My dog let himself in. <laughs> but um, I, today has been another day where I just keep, every day I see 144, but the last two days I've seen it so much. Um, I don't know what that means. I'm just praying about it because it's just a lot, a lot, a lot. Like every time I, it feels like every time I look at my phone, for some reason, the time, the amount, the, <clears throat> excuse me, the miles, I, I'm, I'm on my, I'm on my um, GPS and it'll say um, 14 minutes with, it continues to four point miles, which is so weird. I, I screenshot it um, so many times because it's, it, it's blowing my mind um, how many times I've seen it. And I woke up and I looked at the clock and it said 144 this morning. It's just crazy. I don't know why I'm seeing it so much. But um, anyways, I'm praying about that because it's been it's I, I, I see it all the time. But the last two days, I cannot tell you how many times it's been a lot. Um, so anyways, I just wanted to share that. Um Uh, let me see. January the 30th, 2024. And um, this message goes with June 30th, 2023. Um, and it's my message to read for today. And um, the Lord is just so amazing the way he does this. It's like one is backing the other one up um, as a confirmation. And you'll you'll see when I read it. Um, my daughter, speak these words to the lost who do not know my ways, who do not know that they are lost, but believe lies of the enemy. Tell them I love. Tell them I love them. Tell them do not fret. I am here. I am the only way, the only truth to everlasting life. My ways are higher and greater things will they do. Believe my words are faithful and true. Come to my feet. I am calling my own and believe I will pull in those souls no matter the consequence. Call on me now before you need me. Want me now before it is too late. Come to my feet wholeheartedly. Time is of the essence. Much to come. <clears throat> excuse me. And many hearts are not prepared. Prepare your hearts for what you will see. Do not delay. I work on the hearts. I guide and direct and protect the hearts, mind and soul, souls. Pray without ceasing. Know that you will see the unimaginable and hearts will fail. Pre prepare the hearts for what's to come. Understand I am your only covering and protection. Pray Psalm 91. I am your covering. Come to me now before you need me. Three days are upon you. Three days of danger, three days of darkness, three days do not go out of your house, but cover your windows, shut those blinds, pray for the lost, tell them I love them, tell them I do not delay, understand my ways 
consecrate yourself and bless your homes. Your loved ones, pray without ceasing. I do not delay, and many are not prepared for what they will see. Many do not know me. Many will go to and fro, unprepared of what awaits this world. Pray that hearts do not fail. And um, just wanted to say a quick note on that. The Lord started having me pray that probably about six months ago. I've been praying that hearts will not fail. Prepare your hearts. Do not open the doors to the enemy. Consecrate your homes. Remove the evil. I am not a man that I should lie. Pray and prepare the hearts. I tell you, know I came in the flesh. Walk this earth to set the captives free. Pray, let my people go. Be set free. Many, unfortunately, will perish unprepared for what's to come. Come to my feet properly. I call you. Who will answer? I set the captives free. Be not bound to your secret sins. Call on me. I set the captives free abominations from the pit of hell all around judgment is upon you america the great no more i beg my own my heart aches for my lost pray for my lost that they will be found three days of darkness will be used for my glory and for a grand purpose i will awaken the lost the slumbered and the stragglers will i not protect my own I tell you now, call on me now before you need me. My ways are higher. Come, all ye faithful. Now, my children, hearts will fail. Be not left out in the dark. I love you, my lost and my found. Not one is more than the other. Prepare those hearts. Time is of the essence. Oh, 2024, what a year you will be. I call in my stragglers. Come to me, my child. Unlike never before, I tell you, many are lost and unprepared. Even those who say they seek, be not caught unprepared. I honor the prayers of the righteous. Come, all ye faithful. Ask, seek, and knock. I am there with open arms. My child, my ways are higher. Call on the name of the Lord. Tell them I love them. Your loving Abba, your Adonai, Yeshua the Messiah, Jesus the Christ of Nazareth. How great I am, the great I am. Prepare the hearts, three days of darkness. And that was this morning's message. And June 30th, 2023. <clears throat> Child, sit with me in your quiet place. I am he who is, who was, and is still to come. I am Abba, the Father, to the fatherless. Greater things will you do. Do not fret, child. I will guide and direct your ways. Prepare now. Disaster is upon America. As I say, greater things will you do. Help the helpless. Tell them, child, about your Jesus. I came to set the captives free. My ways are higher. Sooner than later, child. Disaster upon a disaster. All will come down. We are upon the three days of darkness. Soon I will call my own up for training. Much to commence. Tell them, daughter, my ways are higher. No one knows the day or hour, but do they have eyes to see the season? They are walking. I love all child, but sadly, they do not seek their maker. I breathe life and I remove. Call on me. Much changes in the days ahead. Prepare the hearts. Brace, brace, brace for impact. 
I call all to my feet. I know the hearts. Submit those hearts to the Father again and again. Be mine, children. Be not dismayed. I take care of my own. My own know my name, and they follow me. Excuse me. Follow me, children. I will give you life. Your Abba Father, Yeshua, the King of kings and Lord of lords. I love all my children, lost and found. My love is higher. And that's the message for today. Um, Like I said, take everything back to the Lord. Pray for discernment. Pray for understanding. Seek with all of your heart. That means get in your word. Pray, read, worship, fast. That's seeking properly. Um, And he, he, oh gosh, I think it was about a couple months ago. um, I had heard um, two of the... um, YouTubers that I I listened to, they had talked about um, doing communion um, pretty regularly. Um, one of them he he does it every day, and I'm I'm not sure how often she does it. She does it a couple of times during the week, but um, the Lord started having me do communion um, probably about two months ago. He started telling me, so I started doing it at the When I do my fasts during the week, at the end of the day, um, each day I would do my communion. Now I started doing communion first thing in the morning and the end of the night. Um, And that is just to consecrate myself. That's what he told me to do. So that's what I'm doing. Maybe you guys want to pray about that. I would say pray about everything, but get in your word for sure. If you're unsure of how to come, I know we're all in our different places in our walk and some of us know more than the others, so um, this is for who doesn't know how to seek properly. Read your Bible. Read more than just a, a few scriptures. Um, I'm read, and I say start somewhere, um, a couple of chapters if you can, but work yourself up to at least ten a day, and um, or five, and work yourself up. But read your Bible. It's so important. It actually cleanses you and it protects you. That's the sword of the spirit, your Bible. Um, Read your Bible, worship. And yesterday, I think it was yesterday's message where he said, I'm going to, I'm going to look it up. Um, He's giving us instructions on how to seek his heart. Um, How to come to him. And okay, here it is. Um, it is a daily walk. I seek relationship. Talk to me. That means pray. Read my word. Get to know me. Worship me in music and in words. That's showing. Show me you love me. Fast. Sacrifice for me. I sacrifice for you. He's literally giving us instructions here. He's telling us what to do and what it's for. Um, So seek him. Seek him wholeheartedly. And that's it for now. Um, God bless you. It seems I have such an urgency when I get some of these messages. Um, But 
we need to be praying for our families. Um, it's so important. Um, I love you. God bless you. And um, seek with all of your heart, all of your mind, all of your soul. Bring everything that you, all of our burdens, take it to the Lord and leave it at his feet. And pray for peace, peace that surpasses all understanding because he, he does not give us a spirit of fear. But he's helping us to walk with him, to call on him, to cover us. Um, he's our only help. He's our, he is our everything, literally our everything. And just pray for everybody. Pray for our brothers and sisters, um, our neighbors, your loved ones, your homes. And that's it. God bless you. I love you. Praise the Lord, my brothers and sisters in the body of Jesus Christ. God bless you. How are you? It's a new day, a day that the Lord has made. Let's rejoice and be glad in it. Time is short. And I just want to say to try to be joyful through everything, no matter what. Try The, the, the Bible says to rejoice always. We have to rejoice always. And even through trials, he tells us to rejoice. And last night I was in prayer, and the Lord was telling me that, when we can be joyful, even through our trials and tribulation, it's a sure sign of faith and that we trust him because he can do anything to change our circumstances. So when we learn to have joy, even through the hard times, it's a sign of our trust in God that we know no matter what, even if we did something that's just like why we can rejoice in him and be joyful because when we bring it to him, he's able to change it. He's able to change us. He's able to do all things, anything he pleases. So that is something to rejoice over. And it's just something that really hit my heart. And I was like, wow, that's really awesome. So I pray that we all are able to get to that point where we can fully trust God and to rejoice because he's able to change anything, even the most sinful thing that you might be having a problem with, go to him and rejoice in him, turn from it, repent, and ask him to change you, and don't deny the power. The power of the, if the power of the Holy Spirit lives in you, you can overcome sin. Don't deny the power of God. So just, he's amazing. Anyways, that's not why I'm making this video. The Lord gave me this dream I wrote it down Wednesday, the 17th of January, this year, 2024, and I, it must have been that morning. I'm, I'm pretty sure it was that morning when I had this dream, but it, sometimes I'll write a dream a day later or whatever, but anyway, so it was around five days ago that I had this dream, and it's just a symbol and sign as to what God is asking for us to do. He's coming back very soon, very soon, and... We need to accomplish what he's asked each and every one of us to do. Very important because none of us want to get left here because we're not, we're not uh, using our talents properly, you know. So let me just say a quick prayer. Please be in agreement with me, Heavenly Father, God, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the King over all creation, my knight in shining armor. That's what you are to me, Lord. You are everything, good and holy, perfect and righteous. There is no other like you. You are the Almighty. There is no other God but you. 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for this day. Thank you for everything. Thank you for being the one who can change anything, that there's nothing that can trump you, God. There's nothing that can trick you. There's nothing that can go over your head. You're able to do all things, Lord God. You are amazing, Lord. And so no matter what we're going through, Lord, you can turn it around every time. You can turn everything that was meant for evil and work it for our good. That is so awesome. We just thank you for that so much. Help us to rejoice in that, even when we're going through trials, Lord God. I pray, Father, that you would anoint this message, Lord, that you would take it over, Father. I pray that you would open all of our ears to hear what the Spirit is saying in this last hour, Lord God. And I pray, Father, that all of our eyes would be anointed with ISAB, that we would be able to see the things that are coming, Father. I pray that you'd wake us all up. Don't let us fall asleep. Prepare us for your coming, Lord. I pray that you speak what you want through this message, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, Lord. And we just praise you and thank you for it. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. So, in this dream, I'm in this house. It's not a house that I recognize, but I was in this house with my husband, and my mom was there. And uh, my husband's name is Mark. He put on this broadcast or something. I, I don't think it was a song. Something, it might have been a song, but I really think it was just a, it was a broadcast, and I was hearing this male voice being broadcasted. There's a chance it may have been a song. I hear songs in my dreams a lot. But I, I really think I remember this as a broadcast. Anyways, my husband Mark put, puts on this broadcast, and immediately I hear this male voice say, Get ready, you noble men. The judge is coming to judge. And I knew it was from God. And I remember wanting to get up to write it down in the dream. I'm like, I, I want to write this down. So... Because it's, it's the Lord, and he was speaking. He was speaking in my dream through that message. Get ready, you noblemen. The judge is coming to judge. Let's see. There was an open window in front of me, and my husband and I were standing there, and we were looking out the window. So there's this window, and it's open. It's an open window, and we're looking out the window. And out the window, I see a deer. He's a little you know, further away, but he's right, I mean, pretty close, pretty close. So he's out the window. I'm looking at this deer and another animal. I don't know what the other, I can't remember what the other animal was, but they were right next to each other, the deer and this other animal. And the deer was looking right at me. He was directly looking at me into my eyes. I remember that. He was staring at me. I had a microphone in my hand. And I was going to preach out the window. So that's what I was going to do. I was going to take this microphone, and I was getting ready to preach into the microphone out the window. Pretty cool. And let me see. That was that part of the dream. There's more to this dream, which I just stopped there. I felt led to just stop there. I believe it was for me and just things that the Lord was dealing with me about on waiting, you know, Waiting patiently in his timing, not to get discouraged. Don't get discouraged waiting on God's timing. Sometimes he has other things that he wants you to endure or whatever. It's all in his timing. So just put everything in his hands and rejoice. So anyway, that's the dream. I'm getting ready to preach out this open window. Get ready, you noble men. The judge is coming to judge. 
hallelujah, as long as we're ready. <laughs> so um, I'm ready to preach out this window. The deer's out there. This other animal, they're looking at me, and I'm like, Lord, what does this mean? Like, and it took me a few days, and just yesterday I finally get a, got more understanding on it. So let's see. I'm going to show you. I'm going to relay what I got out of this. So in the beginning, that's what we hear. Get ready, you noble men. Noble means wished to be righteous before God and the world. Noble implies moral eminence and freedom from anything petty, mean, or dubious in conduct and character. So noble people are just people. They're righteous people. They're in right standing, or they're trying to be in right standing with God. So he's saying, you people who are trying to be in right standing with me, get ready. Because I'm coming to judge. Judgment starts in the house of God. Ooh. So, anyway, the judge is coming to judge. First Peter 4, 17 through 18. For the time has come for judgment to begin at the house of God. And if it begins with us first, what will be the end of those who do not obey the gospel of God? Now, if the righteous one is scarcely saved... The righteous is scarcely saved. Where will the ungodly and the sinner appear? We need to be cleansed and righteous with the righteousness of Christ before him. The open window, I kept feeling this in my spirit, was it signified a window of time and opportunity. This open window is open still. There's still this time, there's still opportunity to preach the gospel. So we need to preach right now the gospel of Jesus Christ. We are all called to do this if we are saved. All of us preach repentance, the gospel of Jesus to salvation. The gospel is the power of God unto salvation. Nobody can be saved without the gospel. We need to know that Christ died for us. He took our punishment on the cross. He bore our sins. He bore our sickness. And he took the punishment that we all deserve by the shedding of his life's blood, which brings life. And he died and he rose from the dead, proving that he is God. Hallelujah. And he's the only way to heaven. And just learn the gospel. Just ask the Lord to help you to get good at it so that you can reach people with it. Because we all need to hear this. Anyway, so we have this time, the open window of opportunity, which is not going to be open long. The deer and the other animal outside the window, Mark 16, 15. And he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. This deer was staring at me, and if nobody else was there, preach it to him. (laughs) Just preach. Preach the gospel, no matter who you are. What I gathered from this dream was there is a window of time. There's a window of time right now to preach the gospel before Jesus comes to judge his people. Do it while there is still time, because we are going to be judged for what we're bringing back to him. Talents. We've all been given talents, some more, some less. But these talents are 
to draw people to Christ. All of the talents God gave us are to edify, but to bring people. We, we can use our talents, that's what we're meant to use them for, to lead people to Jesus Christ. It is to save souls. I know our talents can be used to edify each other and in the body and this and that, yes. But our talents also are there to save souls. The Lord wants all of us to do this. Let's see. I'm going to put my glasses on for this. For the kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling to a far country. This is Matthew 25, 14 through 23. For the kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling to a far country who called his own servants and delivered his goods to them. And to one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one, to each according to his own ability. And immediately he went on a journey. Then he who had received the five talents went and traded with them and made another five talents. And likewise, he would receive two, gain two more also. But he who had received one went and dug in the ground and hid his Lord's money. After a long time, the Lord of those servants came and settled accounts with them. So he who had received five talents came and brought five other talents, saying, Lord, you delivered to me five talents. Look, I have gained five more talents besides them. His Lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You are faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. He also, who had received two talents, came and said, Lord, you delivered to me two talents. Look, I have gained two more talents besides them. His Lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of the Lord. And why I don't have the rest of this, but we know, I should have my Bible next to me, that the one who buried his talent, I don't know why I didn't copy that part, Anyway, we know the, the, the man who buried his talent, the, the Lord was very displeased with him. He didn't make it in. He was cast into outer darkness. He is the wicked, lazy servant. We cannot bury our talent. I had a dream when I first got saved, and I wasn't talking to people yet or using my talents yet. The Lord showed me. I was in these woods. And I had this coin, which was a talent. I knew it was a talent. And I was digging a hole in the woods. And I buried my talent. And I woke up and I was like, no, oh, Lord, I have to go out there and reach people. And I knew that that's what the Lord was saying. We cannot be the wicked, lazy servant who brings no one to him. That is not acceptable to God. We're saved. We must Go out and reach people and preach the gospel. We were saved by it. I'm telling you this. God is not going to judge this lightly. If On any of us, even if we are, he's coming to judge his people soon. So get out there. If you need boldness, pray for it. Boldness comes when you start to use it. Boldness comes when you're like, I'm just going to do this. And you just do it. And the next time it gets easier and easier and easier. I was at the gym just the other day, and in, in my gym they have this, they, they play a movie in this dark, like, you can go into this place where, like, a cinema, where there's a movie playing, and it's dark in there, and there's 
treadmills and bikes and you can go in there and work out and watch a movie, which I don't watch worldly things. That's not me, but I like to go in there because it's dark and it's cool. And I usually go where I can't even look because something will be, the treadmill will be blocking it. But I really, I'm not about these movies. I just not, I'm not into that stuff. But as I was leaving, there were people on the treadmill or yeah, there's people on the bikes. And I was like, I don't remember exactly what I said, but I just addressed them all. I said, Jesus is coming back soon. Get close to Christ. Time is short. You know, just planted those seeds. No, I didn't give the whole gospel at that point. People are looking at me. One guy was, hey, man. <laughs> Most of them are looking at me like, who are you? Like, but just keep warning people. His time is, the time is coming where judgment is coming to this earth. Let people know judgment is coming. Give your life to Christ. Repent of your sin and give your life to him somewhere else. I've just been trying to just blurt out my voice where I go. Like if we go out to breakfast, I'll just address the restaurant. And this isn't all the time. But I try to do it when I'm led to and not be disobedient to God because I know he's saying just address them all. And it's really not that hard. It only takes a couple minutes. Hey, everybody, Jesus Christ is coming back soon. He loves you. Give your life to him. He's the only way to heaven. Return from your sin. Turn from your sin. Hell is a real place. Please, just give your life to Christ. He's the way, the truth, and the life. Whatever. And then we could be one-on-one, give people the gospel. So I just pray that this helps anybody to have the fear of the Lord in them and that you go out and start to reach people. In Jesus' name, God bless you. I love you. Hey, good morning, family. How are y'all doing? I have some things on my heart today. Uh, you know, after I made that last video, you know, I, a lot of people were emailing me. And, I, I mean, I got a ton of emails from everybody, seriously. And it was, uh, some of the emails were, you know, rude. Some of them were kind. But I got a really good email that was it really blessed me. I'm going to have my wife read this uh, email to you all. Uh, that this person sent to me um, is a prophecy that was given uh, that this person had a visitation from the Lord back in 2015 and explains everything uh, about what happened and, and why the judgment was set and why it didn't happen. You know, whenever I told you all uh, that I had this visit, this, the, these, these, warnings from the Holy Spirit in prayer in 2013, 2014, and then, and then the Lord warned me that there was going to be a major storm come, and uh, basically the beginning of uh, all heck breaking loose upon the world. Uh, with the Shemitah cycle, with the, you know, and, and then like I told you all, Rabbi Jonathan Kahn wrote the book, The, um, the Harbinger, and he came out, and there were so many prophetic voices that were saying something was going to happen. But I was never able, really able to, to, to uh, get a word from the Lord what happened whenever something didn't happen. You know, whenever, you know, everybody's talking about praying and interceding, and we turn things and stop things. And I know that. You know, I understand the power of prayer. I understand um, our authority. And what God has called us to do on this earth. And so, you know, I always question, you know, when he came to me and he said, Brandon, things have changed. He, you know, what's the now word? And I told you all that. And when he spoke to me and said, what's the now word? He said, Brandon, I'm giving grace and I'm going to give a, a, a more time. 
And I, and so, you know, and that was back in August of 2015. Whoever this was that sent this to me, you know, I, I won't say their name, but I'm just going to say thank you. You know who you are. And I, I thank you for taking the time to do that because this really blessed me a lot today. I don't know who this man is that had this visitation. I'm just, I'm full, full, full disclosure. I don't even know this man. I know that he believes the way I believe, and he's been around after I've um, kind of looked him up and trying to figure out who he was. He, uh, he's around the same influence of people that I've been around. So um, I, I believe he's, he's legit. I really believe that he really had this visitation encounter from the Lord, and um, uh, I, because he saw a lot of the things that I have seen over um, the course of my life of, of visitations that I had from the Lord, a lot of uh, the, the way the angels, the, the way he describes things, it's absolutely amazing. So please listen to the whole thing; it will really bless you. And um, uh, my wife is going to come on right now and uh, and do this, okay? Thank you all. I'll be right back after after she reads this, and I'm going to pray for you all, okay? Hi, everybody. Um, I've introduced myself before, but if I haven't ever, if you haven't seen me before, I'm Brandon's wife, and um, it's so good to be on here. And thank you guys. Just wanted to take a quick second to say how much we love and appreciate you all. Um, and now I will just go ahead and read this visit, vision from uh, that this person had. Yeah, from the email. I had a vision prophetic experience as I was eating lunch recently. Suddenly, a portal opened in the spirit realm, and my angel said to me, You are summoned to come to the courtroom of heaven. You are to record the case being tried now so that God's people will know the lateness of the hour. You must warn them so that the bride may awaken and take heed. The time is short. I was escorted by two angels to a seat on the left side, down front, of the Supreme Courtroom. There were many hundreds of angels and saints already seated before the bench. I was surprised how much it looked like our Supreme Courtroom in America, except it was much larger. It looked more like a giant arena with thousands of seats ascending up as far as I could see. There were five big leather lawyer-like chairs with wings on each side in the front row. They reminded me very much of the kind of chairs my father always sat in behind his desk at his law firm years ago. There were gold embossed cards on them that said recorder on all five of these chairs. I must have been the first to arrive and I was ushered into the one closest to the bench. I sat down and sunk into this really comfortable chair and was handed a pen and a small scroll. I was curious as I looked at it for it looked really old-fashioned. The pen was, had a feather quill with an old-fashioned nib like a fountain pen at the bottom to write with. The pad was a scroll that was made out of parchment. It would open automatically as you wrote upon it when you got to the bottom of the page. It was kind of like an iPad that looked like a small Torah scroll at the same time. The angel showed me how it worked it was extremely easy to hold and write on. When I would start to write, it would write whatever I thought of in perfect calligraphy script as fast as I thought it. The nib seemed to fly over the parchment with ease in my hand. It would write whatever the angel put in my, into my mind from what I saw and heard to record and then would describe perfectly any other information the Holy Spirit deemed important in an instant as it happened. 
It was the easiest thing I have ever written. It seemed to do all the work without my thinking or trying. I think this must be heaven's way of court legal stenography. I don't know if that's how you say it, stenography. Most amazing of all, I was writing in Hebrew and I hardly knew know the language at all. But somehow I understood and thought it in fluent Hebrew during the vision. I cannot offer any explanation for this at all. The angel said, you are one of five prophet recorders that have been summoned from the earth to chronicle and witness this trial soon to begin. Just let the pen flow over the parchment and it will be a witness to the proceedings. Then you will sign it when it is finished and it will be added to the eternal ledger of legal proceedings. Soon the other four recorders were seated and shown how to write as I was. I recognized one of them as a current prophet on earth. He was the only other from the Western world. I cannot speak of whom it was at this time and the other three of whom were not known to me. We were all different races from different regions of the earth. One was a Chinese woman of great age who just glowed with the wisdom and love of God. We were dressed in black robes with red border sashes on the sides and the sleeves. The other prophet recorder was a lady from Africa who had a headdress that wrapped around her head which flashed rays of light whenever she moved. She spoke and wrote in French, I believe. The fifth was a man from America. I was given a yarmulka, I don't know how to say that, I'm sorry, of golden color. It had had 12 ruby stones around it. God, God called me to wear a yarmulka whenever I minister on earth, so I wasn't surprised that I had the one to wear here. When the angel put it on my head, I could feel the weight of it like it was made out of actual metal gold, even though it felt soft to the touch like silk. Everyone finally assembled and a great and beautiful angel who presided over the courtroom named Justice stood up. She seemed to tower over us and was about 20 feet tall. Then angels appeared with long trumpets on either side of the courtroom and sounded a fanfare that ended with a blast. The angel Justice then shouted with a very loud but soprano voice, All rise, the honorable ancient of days, the judge of all creation, the king of the ages, the most high Lord Almighty is present and presiding, or proceeding, I don't know, I think it says presiding. We all stood up exactly at the same time in unison. Then the most awesome sound of praise and worship filled the atmosphere as we all began to praise his glorious majesty together. I have never experienced such a sense of awe as the fear of the Lord filled the court. It was only then that I could just make out who was seated behind the holy bar. There were not nine judges, but twelve. God the Father sat in the middle with six of the Supreme Court judges on both sides of him. I somehow knew he was the final deciding vote in, any de in every decision. After our praises finished, the angel justice, who I now saw was a lady and not a male angel, shouted, Be seated! The high court is now in session. She was standing just in front of his throne. She had a golden gavel and struck a giant crystalline base with it. There was a great thunderclap and lightning flashed out from the gavel base and flew across the room in all directions. It was only then that I could see the judges behind the bench. The only person I could not see was the face of the father, but I could see the throne he sat upon and the outline of his face. He seemed to be clothed in a white blinding light as well. He had a black robe on, but had every color of the rainbow flashing out of it. 
If he moved even slightly, lightning bolts would fly all over the room out of his head, his hands, and his feet. The other judges to the father's right hand were Enoch, Father Abraham, Moses the lawgiver, David the king, Elijah the prophet, and Daniel. On the father's left hand were John the Baptist, Peter, James, John, Andrew, and Paul the apostle. I do not know whether these were the permanent judges of the Supreme Court of Heaven or not, but these were the ones seated for this case. They all were dressed in these black iridescent judge robes. There were stunning crowns of glory on each of their heads, and they were holding gold scepters in their right hands. The father in the middle on the throne of judgment held the biggest scepter and had many crowns suspended over his head that shot lightnings out of them in every direction. I could not look upon him or his face because it was so bright. It was like looking into the noonday sun. I was given one glimpse of him when he first came into the courtroom. There was a rainbow that would appear that encircled him above and below that I saw a few times during this vision. I could not endure looking at him for more than a split second before I had to avert my eyes for the white blazing brightness was too intense. All the judges behind the great bar were emanating a great light that was also nearly blinding. That is the closest I can describe them now. Then the case was read before all present by Lady Justice the Angel. She spoke, This is the summary of the case brought before the Supreme Court of Heaven today. The timing of the final judgments of the day of the Lord must be decided. The accuser, Satan, is prosecuting, declaring that the time of Adam's lease is over and he must be allowed to take ownership of the earth for a time and times and half of time, as it is written in the Holy Scriptures. Representing the holy defense is the Lord Yeshua, Jesus, the Messiah, the Lamb of God. At this, Yeshua himself stood up at the defense table as the advocate general of the bride of Messiah on earth. He was representing the holy saints of God still alive in their bodies on earth. When he stood up at the left table, everyone bowed and worshipped except those at the prosecution table to the right. There was a very handsome man who sat just stone-faced with several other princes at the prosecution table. They did not move. The head man sneered when they worshipped Yeshua. Representing the agenda of the fallen Lucifer, now called Satan, is himself the accuser, liar, and deceiver, Ha Satan. At this, the handsome prince with the evil smirk stood up. No one moved. There was silence in the courtroom for about a minute. Then Lady Justice spoke again. You may sit down now. Finally, he did so with another sneering grunt. I marveled that he seemed human and actually very attractive to look at although there was no heavenly light in him or around him. The prosecution may proceed, Lady Justice proclaimed. At that, this man stood up. He was robed in a black suit that had a long cape of crimson red that followed behind him. He had gold epaulets on his shoulders that were built into his cape. He was very articulate and extremely haughty. I got sick to my stomach as he spoke. He walked back and forth in front of the courtroom in long strides with his nose in the air. It reminded me of a painting of what Napoleon looked like, except this man was much taller than Napoleon. He began his long diabatre of accusation against fallen man. He seemed to know the Bible very well. 
starting from Adam and Eve, he began accusing God of failing mankind in every generation. He started with the stipulation. Adam was given exactly 6,000 years to rule the earth. He gave that lease to me, and I own it. I have a right to rule over every man, woman, and child who are mine by Adam's free choice. The time is up. I now demand to be given to me the government of mankind through whom you call the son of perdition. I call him my son of man. I have the scriptural right to take control of the earth for seven years. Give it to me now. Then he sat down. Again, for about a minute or so, there was complete silence. Lady Justice then spoke again. The defense may proceed. Yahshua then arose from the defense table. He wore a white robe with blue trim and red sleeves with a bottom border and neck border of red. He wore a small diadem of solid diamonds as a crown. Once again, when he stood up, everyone bowed their heads before him in worship, except those at the prosecution table. He said, in summary, As the true Son of Man, I have taken the death penalty for every generation of fallen man, including those in this harvest generation. I also stripped Satan of his authority over the church of the living God. His gates can no longer prevail against her. Through the intercession of my holy bride on earth, the overcoming church of the living God, there has been granted a pause by this court to allow for the fullness of the harvest to come in. During the last hearing of, on this matter in 2015, three years ago in Earth's time, for I spoke on... So listen Earth. to that. Did you hear what? that? What he said? Yes. In 2015. Yeah. So read that again. Um, he said, where was I? There was right there granted. The there has been granted a pause by this court to allow for the fullness of the harvest to come in during the last hearing on this matter in 2015, mm -hmm. three years ago in Earth's time. For I spoke on Earth as it is written, This gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world, and then the end shall come. I, by the authority of the prayers and intercession of the bride, Documented here in this scroll, he handed the scroll to the father and another copy of it to Satan's prosecution table. I petitioned the court for another measure of time for the end time church to finish and fulfill the promise to my people as it is written that none should perish but all who are truly mine have the opportunity to hear the good news of the gospel and to be saved from perdition. As he was speaking, Satan, the handsome man lawyer, was busy reading the scroll feverishly to see if there was truly enough intercession to stop his immediate seizing of the earth and for the tribulation to begin. He was consulting his other diabolical lawyers about it. Foul language was coming out of his mouth along with a hissing and accusing his right-hand man, saying, You told me that we had destroyed the prayers of the church. The Great Awakening had, had been thwarted. And then he was saying bad words. Yahshua continued, As you can see, my faithful bride remnant has kept the faith, enduring the evil, and continue to overcome. The blood of the martyrs has proven their faithfulness. Look at China. Look at the Middle East. Look at Africa. Look at Indonesia. Look at South America. Look at the islands of the sea. Look at my persecuted bride in all nations. Even America has held through all of hell has been thrown against her. The facts speak for themselves. I have the authority to request for another extension of time. 
the defense petitions the court for another extension of time in the grace that I purchased by my blood on the cross. Also, I petition the court to look into the scrolls of the hidden counsels written before the foundations of the earth regarding the mysteries of the harvest of the end of days. These Satan has no knowledge of, as they were never shown to him. It is written there, as well as in the hidden revelation of Scripture, that that the tribulation beginning the kingdom age must begin only after all of my bride that are ordained to eternal life are saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. This information can also be found in the scroll given by my hands to the court for eternal record. The evidence written in this scroll fully, fully confirms and documents our holy and righteous claim. Though millions shall come to me and be saved in the tribulation to come, my holy bride must all be prepared now. Then there, was, then there came a time of silence. Nobody moved. The judges on the bench were studying the scroll. Somehow it had multiplied into 13 scrolls. All of the judges, including the father, read through the scroll. I got to get one glance at the writing. It was written in red. It was written in the blood of Yeshua. I was told that by the I was told by the chronicling angel that was helping me to write. Amazingly, as I wrote about this, the ink coming out of my pen became blood red as well for the duration of the description of it. Then it turned back to black ink again. After some deliberation, there was a vote. Every vote, every judge voted in favor of the saints to extend another time period of grace. I cannot disclose how long it is at this time. Finally, the father, the great judge of all the earth, spoke. He said, On the basis of the evidence presented by the defense, I decree that the prosecution has failed to bring a closing to the final days of grace on earth. An extension of time has been granted to the saints of the overcoming bridal remnant church. Nevertheless, the birthing pains and judgments on the earth will not be stopped. Satan has the authority to rule over the tares of the earth. I want to interject something here. Read that. Nevertheless, read that again. Yeah. I want you all to understand what he said. What the father said here. Read yeah. that. Read that here. Nevertheless, the birthing pains and judgments on the earth will not be stopped. Mm-hmm. Ha! Satan has the authority to rule over the tares of the earth, the wicked in darkness, by their willing consent, according to the tenets of free will given to Adam's race at the beginning of creation. Both the tares and the wheat have grown up and are now ready to be harvested. Therefore, the birth pangs of judgment shall increase. Increase. Remember? Uh-huh. I said from Rohashanah to Rohashanah. Yeah. What did the Lord say? And now look at here. Yep. Therefore, the birth pangs of judgment shall increase. Those that will abide with me in the secret place, I will provide for and protect. Those that do not are in more and more peril with each passing day. Though I have granted this, the final day of the Lord has indeed come, and the prosecution is correct. The time of grace upon the earth is nearly over. Warn my children, this is the midnight hour. Watch and pray that you can stand in the evil, evil day and overcome. I am answering the prayers of my kingdom coming to earth. It shall come first in the fire of my holy judgments, but it, is all, it shall also come in the great awakening 
that I have promised of revival and outpouring. The time of my wrath is soon to engulf the earth, but in it I will remember mercy. Many millions of souls shall be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. Then the angel Lady Justice came forward and was blindfolded. She raised a large old-fashioned scale in her hands above her head, and to one of the bowls a presiding presiding angel poured a black sand-like powder from a brass urn. This tipped the scale to all the way at the bottom as far as it could descend. This represented the accumulated sin and rebellion of all of mankind, as well as the failures of the church in this generation. Into the other bowl, a presiding angel, dressed in a golden robe, poured a white sand-like powder from a porcelain white urn that represented the prayers and intercession and obedience of the overcoming church in generations past, as well as the bridal company of our generation. This is what allows for evil to be restrained. I was really alarmed because it looked so small at first compared to the amount of black powder in the other bowl. But the angel kept pouring, and suddenly the holy justice scale began to balance out. Then it was even. As we all watched, the scale suddenly shifted. The white bowl went down, and the black bowl came up. Then there were mighty shouts of praise and victory in the courtroom. Then the father raised his golden scepter in his left hand and slammed his gavel down, accompanied by thunderclaps and lightning flashing everywhere, with bursts of rainbow colors shooting through the courtroom, and said, The time of grace shall be extended and petitioned by the bride of Messiah for a little longer. Blank more. It doesn't say how much. He won't say how much more. Length of time has been granted to finish the final harvest in the age of grace. Um, note, I have condensed what was spoken in the trial into this brief summary. I am forbidden to share any more, though much more was spoken. You can eventually go to the Library of Legal Proceedings in Heaven to access the entire transcript. Of course, you will probably have to wait for this access to when you arrive there unless granted by the Lord through revelation by the Holy Spirit. Amen. Then I was told to sign the recording scroll I had written. The four other prophet recorders also signed their scrolls. I noticed that their scrolls were written in different earthly languages. The most visible was Chinese. Then the vision ended, and I immediately went to my computer and typed what I saw and heard. Dearly beloved bride of Messiah, we must labor now while it is light. Soon it will be night where we cannot labor in the harvest fields of the earth any longer. People, get ready. Jesus is coming. Thank you all for listening. Um, I'm a little camera shy. I'm usually with the kids and everything um, while Brandon's recording. So um, I I hope that it blessed you and that I did it justice. Um, So now here is back to Brandon. Well, what would you all think about that? You know, know, in my opinion, there were some things that I had to think about. But for the most part, I mean, you know, I, I didn't see whenever I've been into heaven, I didn't see a lot of black. So you know, it was on the streets and things like that. Uh, on the on the build on the 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 houses and the buildings had black on some of the trim, but I didn't see black clothes uh, ever. So you know, I I know it was a courtroom setting, and so this is what I thought was interesting. You know, um, whenever I told you all that I was taken in the spirit and I saw Satan being an accuser of the brother, and he was accusing me. I told you all about this, about opening some door through sin. And he was saying, now, see, now he's opened the door. Now you have to hand him over to me. And um, he was petitioning the Father to destroy me. 
and uh, saying that I had opened doors through sin. And the angel came to me and he said, you, you need to take communion right now. And I told you all about that. So I took communion and I, ple- I pled the blood over what I had done. And I asked the Father, I, you know, when I cried out for mercy. And Jesus stood in the gap for me as my attorney. And he said, the blood, my blood speaks for him. And Satan started screaming and yelling in the courtrooms. It was, it was very similar to what this man said that he saw. So... He's talking about how Satan goes up there and is accuser of the brethren. So here, here, uh, he has a lot of the same things that I'm trying to tell you all that I've seen. I've seen this courtroom. I've been in there in the spirit. I've seen the angels warning me that I was being on. I was on trial, and I I saw that the blood of Jesus Christ <clears throat> spoke for me, and he spoke. He speaks for you. He speaks for every single one of us. He's at the Father making intercession for us. And it's, and it's amazing to me that somebody else had more detail than what I saw. I, I had a glimpse. And I could see what was going on. I could hear the courtroom. I could hear the voices. But this was so detailed of everything that the Lord was speaking uh, grace over us, as usual. He's a merciful, merciful God. <clears throat> And so I, um, this blessed me that, that somebody else saw something like this. And I was just like, Lord, wow, wow. And I wanted to come on here and share it with you. And so I hope you all, it blessed you as much as it blessed me. So really, bottom line, 2015, they had a trial. This was for what my wife did some research. This was 2018 when he had this visitation. So the Lord keeps granting more time through our prayers. You look back at what I told you all, the Lord told me, I want you to go on YouTube and I want you to teach people their authority and I want you to teach them prayer and I want you to tell them I'm coming. Interceding for the things that I show you in protection for some of the people, in protection for uh, to, to, to advert some things, uh, for for certain things that he has go, that he shows me, you know, we can pray and and pray and obey. That's what I try to get across. Pray and obey and believe. And I believe with all my heart, we can change the outcome of a lot of things. We have power and authority, like over the weather, over the things that I'm trying to warn you all about, about uh, catastrophic events, trying to push back war. Remember one of my one of my visions I told you all. This is my prayer. Thing. I pray with this, you know, my, my talit is what I believe it's called. When Jesus said, who will stand in the gap for America? Who will intercede for America? Because I saw the Antichrist agenda trying to come full force uh, and, and push. It, tried to, it was trying in the spirit to raise war up even faster, trying to do things. And, and even whenever you re- listen to what he said, what, what, the, what the father said out of his mouth, what I, I, I had my wife read it twice. The birthing pains are not going to stop. They're going to increase and increase and increase. It's biblical. He's not going against his word. Okay? But he, just like I told you when I went in before, before him, and, he, and I said, as the days of Noah, remember that visitation I had? There's so many visions and visitations that I've had that line up with a lot of what some of this stuff was, it was said. He said, I'm in control of time. 
When did I ever design the armor for you to retreat? You have escape mentality. Remember that one? I told you I went to the throne and I, and I saw the glory and I saw the fire and, 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 the, and, and, the, and the light. What, what he said, it was brighter than the noonday sun. The light of the Father was so bright, it would like it would burn your eyes out. You couldn't stare at it. Every single thing that he, I mean, he starts going through, but going through there and telling people, um, telling through this 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 visitation what he saw, uh, it, it just it just shows you we're not going to retreat and 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 back down in fear. The Lord wants a harvest of souls. And a lot of people don't understand what they think they have. Well, Jesus is coming back this year. Jesus come back. Well, no, not until we see a harvest of souls. Yes, there will be a harvest of souls after the rapture of the church. But I believe um, during the tribulation, I believe there would be a lot of people born again and, and, and turned from, from uh, everything. Because they, they know. They see the Bible coming to pass. People who have, even have a, a little bit of inkling of the Bible know what's going on. You can look around. You can feel it. It's tangible in the atmosphere. If you just barely, it's like a pinprick, and you're getting getting wet. So what I'm trying to say is, I believe we're going, we're about to see through the prayers of the saints, just like we were saying, what the purpose of this channel is: interceding for America, interceding for the 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 uh, Europe and for, for Asia and everywhere, South America. You know, just interceding for Africa. Um, for this last push, doing our job, being that salt, getting this this billion soul harvest, believe in him for, for the supernatural like we've never seen before in this earth. I believe we're going to see this. And I believe that's why we've not been taken out. I believe with all my heart. I've seen dates. I've seen things. And people go, well, you missed it. No. He delays things on purpose because he's in control. He, he loves us, and he doesn't want that one, not one should perish. Not one. How, you know what the Bible says, if ye being evil give good gifts to your children, how much more does your heavenly Father give good gifts to those that love him? Think about that. We give good gifts to our kids, and we have evil hearts sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Until we get renewed of the, the Lord, the Bible says, how much more does a Father that loves us want the best for us? He's our God. He loves us. So if he wants to give a good gift to you, he don't want you to burn in hell forever. Ladies and gentlemen, Jesus Christ is coming. And he's coming back for a spotless bride. He's coming back for a glorious church without spot or wrinkle. He's coming back for you and he's coming back for me. And he wants to take us to uh, heaven. And he, and, he, and he loves us so much. But he doesn't want none of your, your relatives going to hell if, if we can help it. Let's do our best. To preach the gospel. <clears throat> Telling them that Jesus loves them. I don't know why all this the Holy Ghost always hits me. I start crying. Um, telling them that they're going to burn. Telling them that they have a choice. Choose life. So I just want to say God bless you guys. If you could like my, my pillow, my like pillow. Like this video right now, please. My wife died in me. And then subscribe. Our subscribe pillow. 
please subscribe to our channel. It really would bless us. And then, please, if you could go even further and click the notification bell, it would be a huge blessing to us. I just want to let you all know, every time you do that, you help the algorithm out with uh, YouTube, and you're getting the gospel uh, spread throughout the whole world. We are getting people saved all over the world. Seriously. One soul at a time. Jesus is using this channel. And I just want to say it's because of people like you that you've been a blessing to us to help spread it by, by putting it on Facebook, sharing it on Facebook, and, and, and telling people about us and, and, and just, just uh, being a, a blessing to us. I just want to say thank you. And so let me pray for you real quick. I know this video is going too long. Uh, Father, I just uh, thank you for every single person that is represented here. I ask you, Father, right now to give a special blessing over them. I thank you, Lord, that you give them boldness. I feel, I, I hear in my spirit to call boldness and fire down on all every single one of you. That there would be a, a Holy Ghost boldness on the inside of you, bold as a lion. That you would not be timid and walk away from people when the Lord puts it on your heart to witness in these last days to lay hands on the sick and see him recover. To, to cast out devils, to do whatever he's called you to do, the Great Commission, that you to raise the dead, whatever it may be, that you would not shy back, but you would press forward with the Holy Ghost fire and boldness in these last days. I call boldness over you in the name of Jesus. Over your mind, I speak to the spirit of fear, and I command you to release them right now in Jesus' name. I call, I call confidence and assurance of knowing who you are in Christ. That greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. A thousand shall fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, but it will come, not come nigh you. I cover you with the blood. I thank you, Lord, that there is a, there is a fire and electricity going through them right now, delivering them from whatever they have ailment of. I thank you, Lord, that they're healed from the top of their head to the soles of their feet. I thank you, Lord, that the light the light that pierces all darkness. I thank you, Lord, that it is, it is shining on them and that the light, just like it was on Moses' face, would shine on them in public and people would say, what is it with you? The every pore of our bodies, every fiber of our face would shine Jesus. That Jesus would shine in us, that Christ in us would shine out of us. And, and the people would see the love and the light of God in our eyes, in our face, in our, in our hands, in our emotions. That Jesus would be um, illuminating out of us on a day-to-day -day basis. That we have a more assured faith. That we know that you are inside of us, God. That we have a confidence in you. That we understand that you said we would hear your voice. And a stranger's voice will not follow. We thank you, Lord, for creative ideas to get souls. I thank you for creative ideas, Father, for soul winning. That we would, we would, it'd be, never be seen before ideas. It doesn't have to be TV or social media, but Father, it could be a creative idea to get a soul saved. I thank you, Lord, that you help us. You give us wisdom. Holy Spirit, lead us and guide us into all truth, into all things that we need to know. Show us the things to come and what we can avert through prayer. To stop, to stop the plans of the wicked. That we're not behind trying to put out the fires. We stop the fires before they start. That we're hearing you before the enemy tries to do something. That we're not always trying to pray over a war. We're trying to do this or that. Father, that, that we stop the mess before it even starts. 
because we have you on our side, Lord, and you know the future better than we know our past. And I thank you, Lord, that you would give us wisdom and revelation knowledge concerning your future, concerning our future, concerning the world, knowing that we have a covenant and a better covenant through Jesus Christ's blood. And him and he was raised from the dead and set at the right hand of the Father. And I thank you, God, that you dwell on the inside of us. We're wall-to-wall Holy Ghost. And we thank you, Father, for it in Jesus' name. And everybody say, Amen. I just want to say thank you, like I said. Well, put a smile on your face uh, and a song in your heart. Jesus loves you so much, and we love you, and we will see you next time, y'all. Have a wonderful day. Bless you guys. Bye-bye.